Hey everyone, today is Tuesday, the 11th of August, 2015. This is The Gap, episode 285. I'm Luke Laurie, with me is Job Gilroy. Hi. And Mr. Nathan, Nacho Justice, Lawrence. What's up? Oh, you know, just, just chillin'. That was, for the, that was for the audience. Oh, like, okay, we'll wait for them to reply back. Yeah, and then we'll come back. Yeah. Pick it up, what, two weeks from now? Yeah. See you Awkward. in two weeks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We've been yapping for like half an hour already. About um, movies. Yeah, about movies. That might go at the end, as we've been doing the last couple of weeks. Um, We'll see. It's a pretty funky way to do a sound soundtrack. I like it. Yep. Just talk shit for half an hour. Well, we all we all like movies. We do. I mean, nobody wants to be the you know the PT of the games industry where they don't know popular culture. That would yeah, that <laughs> is odd. Like I mean, they're hand in hand, right? Yeah, right. Isn't that fair to say? Entertainment. I think so. Yeah, like if you're a gamer, you probably love yeah. movies. You probably love TV shows. You probably love comics. I don't know. Maybe comics is a bit more of a reach. Is it less uh, so? More so? We I love. I think comics. our group that like we kind of hang out with. Yeah, is mm. is unique. Unique in terms of we, we we consume like everything, yeah, yeah. Where there there are games journals. I'm not saying I am, but there are some that um, don't don't consume games. Sometimes they just <laughs> just write about them. They That's sure true. do. Fucking take digs everywhere. I do. Shots fired. Shots fired. If only smiles could say names. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, how was your trip, Nathan? You've just gotten back from. Germany, yeah, yeah, well, the land. Like th- this morning, well, like when did you land? Yesterday, yesterday, five a.m. Sweet, the worst. Did nice. you go via Heathrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, you didn't. So it's a train from Cologne to Frankfurt, a yep. plane from Frankfurt to Heathrow, Heathrow to Singapore, Singapore to Sydney. Wow. And then for others among us, Sydney to Melbourne. Yeah. So. It's not the most fun leg in the world. Also, the fact that Germany is hot as balls this time of year yeah, and yeah. air conditioning doesn't work anywhere. Yep. I was like marathon sweaty before I got on the plane and just that feeling that you're going to be sitting and it's going to dry. Yeah. Mm. So, not fun. How That's was why. the seating situation? Like, what was- Premium economy. It's a good place was to start. Was there people with you or like, did you have the whole lane to yourself? No, it was, it was full. Ed Gaetano- Someone else was on the trip next to me, um, which was good because we were kind of each other's smell barriers. Because uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel uncomfortable getting onto a plane smelly because having sat next to people who are smelly, you don't mm. want to be that guy. Right. Do the pants come yeah. off as you sit? Like, like what's, how, Did what's I pull the, my pants off? What's the clothing situation like when you get on the plane? Clothed. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't like start taking shoes off and pants come off? Uh, and- I felt bad about taking my shoes off. Why? Sh- because- <laughs> Because of the statue. You wore your <laughs> shoes for 25 hours. I did. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Thank God you've still got them on now. Yeah. Because you can hey, you smell your feet probably. He hasn't taken them off. Yeah. <laughs> but I found out that apparently the, you know, those really weird gray socks they give you on a plane. Yeah. That they're supposed to go over your socks to stop the smell of your socks. At least that was the theory of the person next to me. No. No? Wrong? That's fucking stupid. Did you ask them? Yeah, I said, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you putting your socks on your socks? And he's like, to stop the smell. Like, I was the idiot. Or he starts putting them on his ears. It's to block the noise out, aren't they? Yeah. What the fuck? He did do that, actually. No, he didn't. He didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, that was news to me, but yeah. it seemed possible because they're big and they're weird. They don't have 
bottoms, have you noticed? They're kind of just like this flat fabric. Who knows? I think that's because they mass produce billions of them. I didn't smell his feet, you know? So That's because you can't smell anything on a plane? Because it's pressurized. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's why everything on a plane is always too salty or too too much curry. Or, like, the only thing you ever That's not taste- true. I've- Smelt farts on the plane? Yeah. I've done those farts. You can definitely smell farts, but to smell a fart on a plane, like, on the ground, that fart is proper rancid. Like, that is (laughs) some- So, you're not even getting the full- Yeah, you are being saved from the the horror. Like, you've done that kind of fart before, right? Like- All the time. (laughs) Most of the time, I can stand my own farts. I'm like, oh, that's, that's pretty ripe. And then every now and then you do a fart that is so fucking horrible. You're like, like, did I do that? Holy fuck. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to check. That is the problem with air pressure. It's it's difficult. It's like a game of shit or fart. Yeah. And sometimes I play that game in my seat and uh-huh. sometimes I'm not game. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah. see people start running up and down the aisles like, oh, fuck, they know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I wait until everyone's asleep and then <laughs> just, drop just let rip. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking yeah like a sound wave nobody's gonna hear it <laughs> like you would have to do a fart like a rifle shot for <laughs> anyone to begin to hear it and you gotta like pay attention to the person next to you because if they can smell it, you're like can you smell that like wow no no you, was- you check to make sure they're asleep and then <laughs> you just sneak I'm not even <laughs> I cock legs <laughs> what no because it's, it's just like I'm getting away with this no no <laughs> Because you shift around in your seat so much on a plane anyway, so Ugh. you just sort of shift backwards a bit and, like, cut the, cut the sickest fart you can <laughs> directly into the seat itself. Because the seats are made so that they can soak up farts. Yeah. Why yeah. Are they, do they have not made a comfortable seat yet? That's the worst thing. My ass goes to sleep every time. Probably because you get to choose between making it out of stuff that can soak up farts. a billion farts or <laughs> it can be comfortable. Why do people just get over the farts? Like, have you ever been in a room where someone's been dropping so much ass that you get used to it and you only notice it when you come back in that you're like, oh my God, just I've been breathing like in pure methane. I don't think I have. Oh, well, you haven't lived. Yeah, I guess not. So Gamescom, mm. in terms of the travel, that was that was the rundown. True. Uh, in terms of games, what do you want to know? Just ask. What did I see? Or because I saw like you saw the list and you went, "Holy fuck!" That was a big list. So I was predominantly there to see EA stuff. Um, okay. The pick of that would be. <laughs> can anyone guess? Not Need for Speed. No. Tell us about Need for Speed. God. Uh, Which one's this? Is is this? This is just called oh, Need for Speed. this is just their re- like Underground 3, right? What? It was supposed to yeah, be Underground Yeah, the reboot of oh, was Underground it? or whatever. Okay, so they've, they've gone and... <laughs> they've gone and shot real-life cinematics. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the cool thing about that is the Nothing. transitions oh. to the... Frostbite engine stuff, and allegedly car. from the shit they showed at E3, there's a car in one of those live action scenes that's fake, yeah, and nobody yeah. can tell. No, you according can- to them. Okay, so you can tell. Well, it go. It's like a. It goes from live action to like in the same shot. I don't know, one of the cars in the background. 
Not the, not the he's talking car. about in one of the like shots of the live action cars r- racing around. Oh, okay. There's a fake car and nobody can tell. Well, I haven't looked at it, so. And, and you know, and I think that's that's impressive. And and they mentioned photogrammetry, which is the most awkward word in the world. It's uh, sorry, I, I've got to call that out. Like that's bullshit, though. Like it doesn't matter if a car looks real in a fucking cutscene, if it's in engine. Then yeah, cool. But but like, they, they look they do they look amazing when they're in the shop. Like when you're doing the customization, yeah, that's it's, the bit I was talking about. That's where yeah. I'd say the photogrammetry thing comes in because it actually looks almost lifelike. Yeah. Um, but when you get out into the streets, it it just doesn't look doesn't look as good as it looks in there. And then the car physics are just you know you smash into shit and it's sort of got that arcadey thing where you don't feel the impact and you kind of just bounce off and keep going along your way the cars don't really seem to crumple too much i'm talking like when going into walls at like 150 and in one instance it like did a wipeout like okay cool i got wiped out reset but there was really only we had like a 15 minute timed demo and we had to spend five minutes of that customizing the car the options were limited and i'm sure for car nuts it's um Really interesting for me. It was boring, right. yeah. um, but I'm not a car nut, and it was would have been interesting to know what the options for the open world were because it was just a small section of it. Mm. Uh, because <laughs> there was a competition going on to get the most points, and the guy who won in hours was another press guy. He tricked his car out to be amazing at drifting, and quite literally just drove around in circles <laughs> drifting and got the most points. Gold. Um, and won some shirt that was extra small so it could never wear it. So, when they showed the drifting, well, the, the actual racing, uh, and I think it was the E3 trailer, they were doing this weird thing with the camera where you would go around a corner and the camera would go really low to the ground. It was a cinematic thing. I liked that. Um, I don't know. I was manually controlling my camera. I didn't notice okay. that at play. But it didn't play any differently from other yeah, Need for Speed games yeah. that I've played. And, you know, they've, they've got that thing where they want to have this customization which is kind of like in line with your sort of hardcore titles but in the same breath they want really arcadey uh driving i can see that i like because i put my drifting stuff the opposite end so i made my car stick to the road and that's why i won the first race and i suck at racing games um but then when it came to doing the drifting challenges i couldn't get the car to drift properly yeah because it was just sticking to the ground so that's kind of cool like the idea that you need to go back to the garage and they want you to impress these five guys. Did you guys see the Gamescom trailer or isn't presentation? That a, isn't five guys the name of a American restaurant yes. or something? So there you go. But they want you to, and you've got to go through and impress each one individually, which I think I think you get to choose the order, but ultimately it's still a bit annoying. Yeah. Because one of them, for instance, is team-based racing. Yeah, Someone's drifting. about avoiding cops. Someone's about, yeah, speed, customization, blah, 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 blah. So for car nuts, I'm sure, but like within that, I mean, you like racing games. Do you like everything about racing? Do you like drifting as much as you like speed as much as you like? Yeah, no. Exactly. So I think I think they're going to fall into the territory of kind of shoehorning you into this stuff in an open world where they really should just put the story in the back seat and remember Need for Speed the Run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And don't make the same mistakes again. Which is what they were keen to avoid in comparison during my interview, but... They offered other games that apparently successfully had... Oh, sorry, racing games that had narrative that I 
I'm not an authority on, so I just took their word for it. So you tell me. San Francisco. They mentioned that. Was that, wait, last year there was one Ubisoft tried to do it? The crew. The The crew, crew. they mentioned that as an example. Don't think they mentioned your one. They mentioned an earlier Need for Speed title that apparently had a story, but that was news to me. Undercover. Maybe. Did it? Yeah, Undercover was like, like... That had FMV in it as well, I think, didn't it? Yeah, and it had that Maggie... Yeah, one of the models... Maggie Q. Maggie Q, yeah. Um, so, the, the going back to the, like, different driving modes, like you're drifting and uh, that sort of thing, like, do they change the me- mechanics in those modes? Because they've done it in past games where, like, this one will be a race and then this one will be a drift, but the car handled completely differently. Yeah, suddenly when to- you're in a drift race, suddenly your car no. is super See, that didn't happen for me. Yeah, okay. Um yeah, because again, through the race, I was able to zip around corners at higher speeds than the other guys who I'm assuming had the floatier, driftier stuff. Mm. But when it came to drifting, I couldn't drift for more than a couple of seconds. And I thought maybe it's because I'm terrible at the game, which is possible. But like I'm talking, I had to hold the handbrake down for a good second and a half before it would even start to drift. Start kick out, yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's because of the handling specifications that I changed on the car, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But- I really don't have an interest in playing Need for Speed. And it's set at night, isn't it? Completely. It was what I played. I'm not sure yeah. if the whole game is. I, I feel like I read that somewhere that it's just set at night the whole t- time. That's interesting. And weird. Uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. I uh, had hands on with it. Yeah. It's it's Mirror's Edge. Okay. Um, like and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean they've they're completely dissing and distancing themselves from the shooting mechanics yeah. of the last game, which is the right thing to do. And you know they went yes. so far as to say it was bad. Whoa, Ooh. spoilers. Um, but uh, I, I'm I don't like the combat in its current form because it's sort of more of a takedown contextual takedown button. Yeah. It's not actually combat. Right. I would like not that I want to see fight uh, fight night. God, I want to see a Fight Night game. But you don't want to see Fight Night with faith, but you want to feel like you might have to block, hit, or hit high, or hit low, because they've got the simplified free running, which is press one button to go high free running, press one button to go low. So contextually, it'll slide, or duck, or roll, or jump, or vault, you know. And that makes sense. I like that. I think that works really well. But uh, the combat was really... Apparently, if you just stand in front of them and press it, it won't take them down. But if you've got any sort of momentum, any, or if you've got any height advantage, it's an instant takedown. Right. It's also, I mean, it's pre-alpha, but it falls into the trap of you not being able to be shot, seemingly, when you're doing takedowns, which is a new trend in gaming that I hate. Yeah. Because it makes takedown like an instant win kind of button. Um, But, like, I like the idea of what they're doing. It's not open world. I don't want to call it. I want to call it free roaming. Um, it has a progression system, but apparently that only goes into your glove. You upgrade the glove. And what does the glove do? It has a grappling hook. Beyond that, what? I don't know. Does the glove shoot off and like grab onto? No, the it has a little thing on the just oh like a God, thing that'd on be the side. Fucking awesome, though. <laughs> Didn't we talk about grappling hooks? I was I was imagining yeah. like outside of the grappling hook, what kind of upgrades could you do? And then I thought of Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Like maybe you can just climb along anything. Or maybe oh, yeah. you can do That'd some freaky cool. style uh, Prince of Persia, as in the 2000s version, where you could do the wall running where you put his hand yeah, that'd be on great. the wall. I'd do that as well. But who knows? Because they don't seem to Holy want shit. to- Holy shit. Imagine if it did that, yeah, and then 
like they went full fucking like Metroidvania with it, where they plonk you down in your open, free roaming world, and there are things you can't get to until you've upgraded your glove. Well, that's that's what she. I interviewed the can't remember her name. Sorry, lady. Um, she said that. Yeah, I said, will there be? Will it be like those sort of open world games where you can't access certain stuff at the beginning, then you'll need things to go back? And she smiled. She said, yes. Oh, that's. But cool. it's also. You're only allowed to access certain sections at the beginning until you unlock. I think the grappling hook lets oh, you access okay. different parts because the most of the game is, it seems to be spent on rooftops. Yep. Um, and there's a little bit in tunnels and whatnot, but they seem to be really pushing these areas in terms of their rooftops. Can you the, customize the, the, your gloves? Sorry? Can you customize your gloves? Like, I want to get a blue glove. I'm not sure. There's definitely a massive, <laughs> massive... Well, I mean, why not? Like, what else can you do? Like, I can't imagine what they could... Can't like I said, that what I just told you was everything I could think of of what you could do with a glove. If they literally meant glove, I've got to re-listen to the notes because I'm like, that just struck me as weird because they don't... I said to them, you know, is there a progression system in the... Basically, in the sense of like Assassin's Creed where you can't... I don't know, wall run or jump at the beginning. And they said, we don't want to do that. So they basically want you to have your abilities. And she's, the producer said, we might not tell you that you have them, but you'll have them, certain abilities. So there's going to be, a, I guess, a tutorial system throughout. But I don't know. I mean, I played 15 minutes. I got stuck on a wall at the end, which was hilarious. In a wall? Yeah. All right. Gold. Pre-alpha. But that's, you know, it's good to see. Whatever. That shit happened to me a dozen times in the review build of Mirror's Edge, so... Oh, really? So, I imagine they're going to hit more of those problems. Throwbacks. Yep. Because there are, you know, there are multiple ways to get around. She's got new tricks, you know, like she can do a 90 degree turn off a, like a post... Okay. around corners which can be used as an offensive maneuver but also as a speed thing because they want you to keep your momentum up and they seem to be giving you not just multiple path options but options that will let you continually run she doesn't run out of breath so it's not realistic but i think that would be boring yeah this is coming out on everything is it yeah do they talk about vr headsets at all or like no i don't i didn't ask about that so that would have been a good question Come on, Luke. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. It looks fun as hell. Yeah? I didn't play Garden Warfare, did you? No. Anyone really. play it? I'm, I'm since revisiting the uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2 on my Android, mm. and it's heaps of fun. It's hard. Always liked it. Got addicted to the first one, but that was too easy in my opinion. Yeah. Um, second one got really, really hard yep. to the point where they basically wanted you to buy. Buy stuff, yeah. yeah. That's why I stopped playing it's it. It's avoidable, well. but I'm yeah, using YouTube- or online tips because when you encounter new zombies like it doesn't tell you what the susceptibilities are and you've really got to do a lot of trial and error although I've since learnt that when they give you a plant and then they introduce a new zombie it's probably best to try to use that so anyways Um, but Garden Warfare 2 just looks fun just looks like a cool little cute family friendly third person shooter with 100 different characters so heaps of stuff to unlock Um, and the sort of thing that you could just jump in and play casually. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm actually going to get uh, the original game and give it a bash because I feel bad that I missed it. Cool. Uh, FIFA 16, anything? Uh, they've got... Um, I don't think this is news, but they've got the sort of assisted training, little dynamic training that you can activate in the menus. Do you know about this? So when you're playing the game it will recommend buttons to press to you in certain contexts, which I think is really cool. So, oh, okay. so if I've like, if I'm a beginner and you're obviously not a beginner, 
and they're still they're still tweaking this. They said because I he the guy I interviewed seemed to imply that you would have this invisible training requirements. Like if you've done five passes using or three passes, it would recognize. Oh, this guy knows three passes. I don't need to teach him that anymore. Maybe I can teach him about dribbling or something. Right. Cool. But they're still refining whether. Like you, an advanced player who already knows and suddenly starts messing around with the right stick. They're like, okay, we can probably jump this stuff versus me who's like just using the most basic buttons. Mm. But it's really cool. Like it, it offers different contextual stuff for like, you know, the uh, guarding a player, slide tackles, all that stuff. And I really like that idea because I think that one of the things FIFA hasn't done well in the past is train new people and that there's a massive, massive... Yeah divide between you and me and like i was playing against a guy who's quite good at it and i was holding my own but i just i don't know how to defend i'm quite hey, good yeah he's shit ass. is he tell him he's shit all right i will <laughs> he, he said he beat you oh fuck off he said you'd say that yeah <laughs> yeah apparently he's a pez boy anyway yeah he probably switched when i destroyed him so hard. really i want to see <laughs> the video yeah uh, but um, so no, no dive button apparently. No, no. See, Joby wrote a, a lovely article for Red Bull yes. about bring back the dive button, and I've asked a different producer, David Rutter, mm. about it before, and he was like, "That'll never be in our game," and got really upset about it. And this other guy got upset too. When I'm like, "Have you ever thought about putting in the dive button?" Bit of a you know loaded question because I knew that they'd had it based on your article, and he said it has never been in the game. It never will be. So it sounds like they're dealing with an idealized version of FIFA. Obviously, I mean, the lack of corruption in your management options. True. Did you ask <laughs> no, that, I, did, did you? I didn't. I knew that they were ready for it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to quote about that. That's boring. Yeah. So I just talked about, you know, dive buttons and, and, and do they program in human error and stuff like that because yeah. very fascinated with how the goalkeeper works mm. and he was sort of of the impression that you just raise the difficulty and then you get better at things and he sort of talked more about how they determine whether a goalkeeper would miss based on animation so mm. I found that interesting but I really don't care about FIFA sorry no that's fair um Oh, yes, this is something everyone's been waiting for when they heard that you the, saw EA stuff. For. Star Wars, <laughs> The Old Republic, <laughs> The Fallen Empire, Knights of the Fallen Empire. I uh, I sent you a video today, Joby, um, which covered something very interesting about that, about how big its budget was. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it was... Is that real? Is that uh, right yeah, on point? Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. And it looks like garbage. Uh, yeah. And like, not even like, you know how you can play um, a cell shader game, Borderlands. Yeah. And you're like, it still looks cute. And I understand that they've designed it in such a way that it's kind of got this timeless look because it's meant to look a bit shit. Stylized. Yeah. So you get away with not having cutting edge technology because you're supposed to have rough edges. And yep. I think they half tried that with the Old Republic and then just gave up. So it's ugly as hell. Yeah. Um, and now, interestingly, for this DLC, they're basically saying this is the great place to start the game. Everything before it is the longest backstory ever. They were comparing it to the old stuff being <laughs> the prequels. <laughs> and this is a new hope. And I'm like, wow, way to shit on yourself there. Yeah, good God. Um, look, I'm always interested in good storytelling, but I've never played The Old Republic. I've since learned that that's probably a good thing. And I'm sick of RPGs with binary choices. Yeah. 
And they didn't tell me anything that convinced me that this wouldn't have those. It will. Luke, any comment? About what? The Old Republic. You fucking love that game. Uh, th- I've been playing that. You have been. You started recently. Free to play? Uh, a couple weeks back. Yeah, I did. How is it? Uh, As a newbie right. on the free play model. It's different. I think we got grindy? emails about it. Someone emailed in about Star Wars. Oh, okay. So we can get to that later. Is it hella grindy? Um, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't play too much. So hmm. I can't tell. <laughs> Recurring. I, okay. I was in a room by myself with five people presenting to me. And oh. then really wanted to hear my thoughts. I'm like, look, it sounds interesting. And it's something that I would try. Like, yeah. honestly, I would. But it's not something I'd rush out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, come back and going, holy shit, I really need this. Yeah. Like a later game that we'll get to. My my <laughs> biggest problem with it is the latency thing. Like, because there is latency now. Um, because they removed the Australian servers. Right. Yeah. So, like, it's it's either I can go play that. Or I can go play World of Warcraft or something where there's like Australian game. servers. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, well, whether there was on launch. Yeah, there they, were. They removed it. It did have. I, I played it at launch. Um, no good. Uh, no, I just you just get bored. I mean, the formula for MMORPGs tends to be quite similar, and unfortunately for the old public, I think I'd already been burnt out on the formula. So yeah, it just didn't last for me. I just don't like things that are grindy. Well, yeah, well, MMOs aren't yeah. your thing. There's good ways, like, I think Borderlands does an awesome job of it. I think even Diablo 3 2.0 oh, yeah. gave you a reason to want to grind. Because you're yeah. always getting cool shit from it. Yeah. Yeah, if the gameplay loop's fun, and yeah. there's enough content there, so Destiny. Um, so, we're going to leave that other thing. Uh, we're not talking about The Sims, ever. What was the other thing? Uh, Quantum Break. Wait, wait. Go back. Are you not going to touch Battlefront? We are going to talk about it last. All right. Oh, okay. But there's another second one that I'm equally excited. Second last. All right. Okay. Second last. So, Quantum Break. Quantum Break was in news, but we can talk about it now because it's fucking... Yeah, it looks, it looks like garbage. They've like, completely changed the fucking game, right? It looks like shithouse. <laughs> You're a dickhead. It's... Um, You're like, holy fuck. I can't believe they would ever make so, like such a shitty looking game after they already nearly killed their entire studio with Alan Wake. Alan Wake was great. I love Alan Wake. He's trolling. He gave it like a fucking eight and a half or some bullshit. He's trolling. <laughs> but they did, didn't they? They almost did. They almost go bankrupt from that. Um, no, they didn't. It, no. it made its money back cop. and more. Uh, yeah, when they sold it on PC, it did. No, um, well, the PC made its money back within twenty four hours or something like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Quantum Break does sort of look, look shit. I, okay, yeah, no, I'm. Amazing. I was of that opinion. Looks awful. I was of that opinion before I saw the BCD session. Now, bear in mind that I didn't. I turned on the Microsoft uh, conference late. Yeah. Did they? Sh- what did they show in the Microsoft con- conference for for Quantum Break? Yeah, um, they showed like a warehouse scene and like basically the live uh, action or game. Uh, gameplay yeah um of like you in a warehouse and him putting together like um i think it's his brother or something putting together like a time travel machine and like telling that's part of the story i I'm, it must be early on i'd say or well, i don't know okay so I like i have no idea what is going on this is stupid as fuck well what i didn't like about what they showed last year was that it just looked like a one-trick pony like he had the ability to dash Yep. And that was it. Yep. And it seemed like time was more of a gimmick than an actual, like, properly integrated 
not just mechanic, but a narrative-based thing. I probably ranted about this before, how if you don't tie your mechanics into your narrative, then it just becomes gimmicky. Yep. Um, but this kind of changed everything. Now, some of you may recall that this was originally announced to link into a TV series. Well, you, you don't remember that? Yeah, it was, but it wasn't. Like they, I think the it was confused between like what they were telling people it was. So it wasn't a TV series; it was an in-game, um, like decision making. Yeah. But people thought it was a TV series because I think that's what they said. And I, th- I, I'm of the opinion that that fell through probably because of defiance. Um, they what they monitored that and went, yeah, hasn't worked so well. So instead, now you'll play a level and you'll unlock a TV episode with. I don't know how many possible outcomes, but probably two different outcomes depending on how you played. Right. And then there will be moments where you will cross over with, you will see a scene in live action, which they showed. Yeah. And then some crazy shit happened and they, their guns were taken away. And that was obviously the protagonist. And then you get to play that scene. They've got Iceman as the Sean protagonist. Sean Ashmore. Sean Ashmore, who was on the ground at Gamescom. Oh, was he? Did you mean And uh, one of our EA reps said, I just saw Sean Astin, and we were like, ah. we didn't see a Hobbit. What are you talking about? <laughs> Turns out, they're not the same person. Yeah. Anyways, uh, no, didn't. Didn't get to meet him, unfortunately. Um, I would not have known his name. <laughs> I would have said, hey, Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Iceman. That's Is this it. the dude who's from the following? Uh, what's the following? Was Kevin Bacon? How have you not seen the following? Oh, you're, okay. you're not thinking of James Purefoy, are you? No, no, from- no. No. no, no. I'm talking X Men. You know, yeah, the future past. Yeah, the young Bobby. Kid. Yeah, the beard. Beard. In the recent one. Yeah, he's Bond. got a beard in the. Oh, I don't know. He yeah. was in the like original or something, right? Yeah, but he's, he's in Days of the Future Past most yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and he's got a, kind of got a shitty little beard going. Yeah, for he's the following, he's like a major character alongside Kevin Bacon. Oh, well, there you go. Is, no, it, is he good in that? Yeah. I'm is. looking it up. He is. No? Yeah, he is. Man, white people he's all look the same. He's got a twin brother. No fucking- You sure it's not him? No fucking way. What yeah. is it? What's Get his surname? fucked. Because his twin brother was on- uh, Used to be a main character in Smallville- and they they used to get him on sometimes when he either he was sick or something like that. I think one week he had like fucking he, his like Super voice eight. box was gone, so they got his twin in to replace him. So wait, who used to be on Iceman? Iceman's brother was on Smallville, and they got like the, they got him the on more known to actor because <laughs> he was like sick or something. That's Twinist or something. No fucking way. Is, is it real? It? No, he's Agent Mike Weston in the television drama series. Oh, the I thought following. you said film. What the film? The following. Holy shit. They, they look the same, though. As yeah, twins. so Aaron Ashmore was Jimmy Olsen in Smallville. Yeah. Sean Ashmore is his far more successful brother, who was Iceman. And more Mar- successful from a Marvel property, Joby. How do you feel about that? Shots fired. Yeah, I reckon. But um, so yeah. it's got. Speaking of fringe, I can never remember his name. You know the guy from The Wire, um, McNulty, Guardian, Lance, old mate. Yeah, Lance. What's his he's name? in it, and he yep. plays someone called Mister Something. Sepix Prime has destroyed this city yeah. for years. Iconic, iconic actor. Yeah. Very good actor. But it seems like they've done a lot of one takes because <laughs> the acting isn't that great. It we'll just alive. looks a bit. <laughs> budget the live action stuff but the talents there i mean they've got little finger yeah as the bad guy and an ice man and then mean who, mayor car kitty and then who cares beyond that because i didn't recognize anyone oh wait i found it so apparently 
Sean Ashmore was actually guest starred in Smallville, and they just replaced him with his brother later on. Wow. Okay, that's That's amazing, because he's cheaper. He's cheaper. Yes. That's so harsh. Twitist, you know. We don't need a high standard of acting on this show, so fuck it. We just need a guy who looks like this guy. At least he's getting paid. Got to make bank. Um, Uh, But it was into... Okay, the demo... Reddick. What? Lance Reddick. Yeah. So the demo was showcased to us by... Why am I... Sam Lake. Sam... Oh, Max himself. Max Payne. And he doesn't know how to shake hands. Let the record show. He hurt my hand somehow during a handshake oh. by like smashing the webbing <laughs> with his thumb. Oh. When did you learn to shake, guy? Yeah. And like it hurt for hours later. I'm like, what the? I don't want to remember the guy because of that. They don't call him Max Payne for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, on that vein, he made what is quite possibly the worst joke I've ever heard. In history, but I laughed because <laughs> because he was good. dedicated to it. He didn't back down, and he had this stupid grin that the said, "I know grin. this is the worst." Yeah, 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 the Max Payne grin. You know when he's getting the multi kill, jumping sideways. And let me see if I can remember it word for word, because the demo that we saw was going through a ship where there's ships going through some time warp bullshit, and he's puzzling, and he's like. You may think that we have a problem with ships because we've beat up a ship in E3 or whatever and we're doing this one this year. Um, but we really don't have a problem with shipping games on time. <laughs> <laughs> See? That was it. I was the only person and I did that sort of laugh. I was like, amazing. I would have been better if you're like, no, nah, I'm fucking done and just got up and walked out. <laughs> Shameless. <laughs> you're the writer on this thing? It just left. But they showed um, a lot more... Powers, right? And I can't remember them, <laughs> but <laughs> they were very. But they had like you remember <laughs> shipping because <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna lock that in. I'm gonna lock that in. So they they have you know instead of just the speedy power, they had other powers, which again I can't remember. Sorry, but it was good to see because I was really worried that that's all it had, like yeah. just super speed. Even though they use that still quite a bit, and the enemies had these powers, and it was these really cool effects, and the combat looked actually looked interesting. Because of what was going on, but more interesting, the, the plot sounds really interesting. The whole idea of your best mate going through the time machine. Did they talk about this at the? Oh, I thought it was his brother for some yeah. reason. No, your brother dies. I think. Oh, then they didn't talk. But about the it. best mate disappears. <laughs> he comes back seventeen years older, uh, and that's yeah. when he's right. Littlefinger. And it's kind of like this whole destiny versus free free will thing that's going on. And as the protagonist, you're very much I can change the future. But this guy. He's come back from the future and created the big bad guys that you're fighting against. He becomes the big bad guy and he says, I have seen every possible outcome and it always ends with the end of time, so the destruction of the world, so I need to do this thing. Like, he he doesn't believe that there's a way to change it. Yeah. So, that's I, th- I think that sounds interesting. It sounds like an interesting setup. And uh, depending on your choices, you obviously get the different videos, but then, because they showed us two different ways that a scene could play out with a particular character getting killed or not Mm. and if she gets killed obviously then you don't see her again and if she doesn't then she becomes an ally character later on don't know how that plays out but sounds interesting it sounds like there's a possibility for multiple playthroughs if only a second one i hope that they don't go all david cage and claim that there's fifty thousand different points that you can change blah 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 just be honest about however many different ways there are and i'll play it that many times probably or just youtube so how long were these 
secret like these scenes well, they only showed short scenes but they said that at the end of each mission you unlock what will essentially be a 22 minute oh wow yeah so it's like a full tv episode cool. thing. yeah which okay. sounds interesting. I mean, they've toyed around with that with Alan Wake in the past, yeah. sort of semi-live action, or they had live action stuff in there with the effects. So they've clearly been ramping up to doing this, but I'd rather Alan Wake too, to be honest. Yeah. Or somehow they get Max Payne back. Yeah. Because I know it's controversial, but I really didn't like Max Payne 3. You it was all right. Wrong. But I, I, I would- <laughs> Just the storytelling, man. It was just like man on fire. I still, I think they can do that more was with the story in Alan Wake than they can with like Max Payne. Yeah, I don't so, think they yeah. really tried too hard. I think they like kind of had had to. That game was like you have to release it now because it was in development for so long. Alan Wake. Oh yeah. That they probably scaled it back from what it was its original intention. Yeah, I think so. Sounds a lot well, like yeah, Destiny. It's supposed to be an open world. Yeah. Like narrative game or something. Yeah. Not just being so. Like, I'd love Alan Wake Two to be that with the kind of technology mm. on the Xbox One. It won't happen because they, they need a, someone to back it, and yeah. they won't find anyone. Why not? How, how do they get someone to back like fucking batshit insane time travel game, and they couldn't get someone to back fucking Alan Wake? Well, 2, because though. Microsoft backed Alan Wake, and it didn't sell as well as they hoped to, because it released the same week as Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. And whose fault is that? Yeah, that's not on. Well, that's that, was, that was Rockstar. Like, went. We're releasing releasing it this week, and then like Marcus was like, "Fuck, that's when we're doing our game." Yeah. Um. So it just like killed their momentum. But so so now they're in a point where they're like, "Well, all right, let's let's go back and let's do another game that's maybe a bit more mainstream." Well, that's more not this. shooting. That well, I think it's like more. This. It's more mainstream in terms of I've got a gun and I'm shooting shit and time is slowing down. Then like I am shooting people with a flashlight. Yeah, I guess. Love that game. Loved American Nightmares Horde Mode too. Yeah, it was awesome. So many hours into that. All right, let's break things up for a second. Luke, what have you played? Oh, I thought we were going to keep going. Well, no. What you, have you played anything? I thought. No, we I were had going. more questions. Have you got Have you got your notes down? More questions about what? He wants to break about it up. He wants the, me to stop uh, monologuing. Game. Oh my god! Um, I knew I shouldn't have brought up no, Quantum Break. Did fuck's sake? Did you had talk? the power. Did the duty? Like, what was the decision behind get like getting all these? faces to portray these actors because at one stage it was just like random people right was, I was, was the under the impression that, that it was all placeholder before this point okay maybe I don't know like and they just weren't ready to I mean I don't know like I didn't ask the question but they showed the game at last Gamescom and they didn't have these people in there yeah because they were focused on showing off the game yeah I don't even think the guy looked like he didn't look anything like it. Yeah, so again, it was placeholder. Think about what Star Wars thirteen thirteen was trying to do with its It's Not Boba Fett yeah. bullshit. Clearly it was. What other bounty hunter would you want to play as? None. None. The end. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah. Idiots. Yeah. All right. Um, look at them now. Greedo? No. Why? You already know how it ends. So, you know. Smoke Greedo. <laughs> what are your other questions? That was it. That was. Oh, it. thank God. That was. Have you played anything? Uh, I've been playing more Time Clickers. Uh, nope. And I've gotten to the point where I, I last night I closed it and was like, I'm done. Oh shit! Yeah. So you're finished. How many resets? Uh, I think I got to around ten, okay. just to get the achievement. Um, but I got to the point where I signed in for the like leaderboard system. Oh yeah. Um, and I was getting up to about thirteen hundred. Right. So I was in the top like 20 or 50 of like the leaderboards okay and i got to yeah about 1300 in, on 
Monday last night and I was like, I think I'm like, I'm good with this now. I don't have to go back and play right. anymore. Fair enough. So that's, that's done. Cool. What have you been playing, Joby? We'll talk about it later. Oh. Uh, Hacknet. Can I talk about that? I didn't check. I don't know. You'll have to check. Is that a... No, I don't think you can. I don't think so either. Yeah, I would just risk on the, error on the side of no. Let me check when it's out. Um, otherwise, I played a little bit of King's Quest on the PC. How right. is it? Um, Very hesitant to touch I, I that I played game. like an hour or the first section. Yeah. It seems all right. Like, it's very basic in terms of an adventure game. Um, like, you compare that to the classic types of games I were doing. Um, it's very much more like the, uh, like, Monkey Island Telltale games, where it's just you point at something and click it, and that's it. So, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. They made that, didn't they? I stopped playing those games. Which one? The Telltale. Yeah. Monkey Island ones. I finished the first one, and I just had no reason to go back. Which is sad because I love that series. Well, the fourth game was garbage, but I loved one, two, and three. Oh yeah, they were awesome. Three especially. Yeah. Um, Hacknet is out tomorrow, so I can talk about it. Oh okay, go on. I would Ooh. say. Um, you would say. Oh yeah. None of you guys have played it. Nope. Okay. Um, so it's basically a like a terminal-based hacking game where you are presented with this screen, and it's um. You start getting these emails from this unknown individual and you start uh, hacking into computer computer nodes. And as you um, get these emails, they'll get you to do certain tasks. And it basically starts teaching you how to like um, use all these different tools in your at your disposal. Um, and then it gets harder and harder as things go on. But it's basically like looking at a command prompt screen and typing words and doing things and seeing their outcome um so if you're not the type of person that wants to just sit there and just look at a command screen like you like a visual type of game probably not for you it's a very unique type of game um so like the first things that that kind of starts to show you to do is like um all right you you get into this computer and you're looking for these specific files and you've got to download them to your computer um, and then you've got to erase your the log files that are showing up um, from all the things you've just done to erase like any trace of you connecting to this thing. And then once you do that, you reply back to the person that sent you the mysterious email and then they give you the next task and things slowly get harder and harder as like the computer nodes start having firewalls on them or um, or some of the ports are blocked and you've got to go in and then start using multiple computers to break into this one because... Now you've got more tools at your disposal um, so you can, you know, break into the ports that are now locked and that sort of thing. Um, But it's a lot of like, um, I played for about an hour, um, but it's a lot of like kind of going in and searching file structures and and trying to find the specific files that you're after and downloading them or deleting them or kind of just doing a bit of searching and toying around a bit. Um, So yeah, it's a a really unique type of game. Um, But I don't think I'm far enough to kind of like understand how how deep that hole goes like how insane of a command system is this yeah um but it, it seems really it seems like a really cool idea um and it seems to have some sort of story to it right um because that the way it starts of being like you it starts with a screen prompt and it's like this email about this person has died like if you've received this it means i'm already dead um type thing and is it a, i think it's an australian game um well, at least the 
I think it is because it's being featured at PAX, um, and it's being published by a, an Australian t- uh, publisher as well. So I think it's an Australian game. Anyway, it seems really cool. Um, that's out by the time you hear this for. There's no price here. Awesome. Cool. I don't know. For free. Just hack it. Hack it. I don't think it's free. Sweet hacks. Anyway, um, but like there's a... If you don't want to do the command prompt stuff, you can, from the looks of things, do a bit of it by just touching the screen. Like it shows you a little bit visually, like um, clicking on different computer nodes and then going through and clicking on file structures. Right. That's fucking boring for me. Like... Yeah. I don't want to see any of that shit. I'd rather type it all out and be like a lead hacksaw. Totes. Yeah. That sounds boring. It does sound kind that of boring. That entire game, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But it I mean, be. like you said, if you're into... Well, if you're into hacking, you're probably not playing if a game about it. If you're into typing... Yeah. It's, it's very much to teach you how to touch type. Yeah. If you're into typing and you've already mastered typing of the dead, then I guess play this. What's I don't that? know. Oh, is that a good game? Typing of the dead. It's fucking hilarious, but... It is, uh, I, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's a good game. It is House of the Dead, but you type to shoot things. I saw someone play that at QuakeCon. Yeah. At QuakeCon. <laughs> yeah. Fucking amazing. Well, a souped up machine just yeah. playing that. It's like 6,000 frames per second. <laughs> Worth it. <coughs> play anything else, Luke? Um, I played a little bit of uh, that shooting game. Um, Dirty Bomb. Dirty Bomb. Play a little bit more of that. With uh, Red Eye in the Red Eye Well, I or? tried to go in and he wasn't free. No. So, yeah. I went, well, I, I don't have 50,000 fucking credits. So right. Have you played as him? No. No, I haven't played as <laughs> I hit up Cos for a code. Yeah. No, no reply. But I want to try it out. Yeah. And also, you tried out. What was the one before? Uh, Phantom. You used Phantom, didn't you? Yeah. Phantom's ridiculous. Have they nerfed him yet? Because I, I noticed there was a one point. Oh, apparently he's the counter. Patch. Yeah, so apparently he, they, the I saw the email. That's a that's seriously got to be a joke. The counter. One specific premium merc is the counter to yeah. another ridiculous premium merc. That's the solution. That's really bad, guys. It's Rethink that police splash damage. Yeah, you're better than that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I played a bunch of games of that and didn't see this new character at all. Right. So. Everybody must be in the same situation as, as I am, where they don't have enough points to buy this guy. Yeah. Or he's just terrible and no one's playing him. How much is he? Is it twelve ninety nine? Fifty thousand credits. Fifty thousand credits. No, credits. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I thought they had a price. Do they not have prices anymore? You just got to buy credits. I don't know. Do you still play it? I haven't played it in a while. I want them to stop making heroes and release a new map because I'm a bit tired. Modes. How many um, How many points do you earn in a, a session or whatever? No, 1,200. And how long is that session? An hour? Nah, 20 minutes. Oh, okay. That's good. Oh, each game is really short. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's the three things, right? Missions that you can do. Some of them you yeah. can do them yeah. in, like, Overwatch. two games. No, stopwatch, uh, objective, and something I never played. What are they worth? Oh, the three missions. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, talking, like... like oh, I'm- like your daily quest shit. Yeah. Yeah, they, they vary, but anywhere between 200 to 1,000. Ugh. Yeah. I'm just thinking how feasible it is, how many hours you need to put in before you can get right. to 50,000, is it? Yeah. It's a bit, isn't it? Yeah. It's a fair chunk. Yeah. And how often do they update? Every few hours or something, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, every couple of hours. Well, that's good. That's better than big dailies like they were before. So, they're clearly listening to the community, but it's still a bit... It's yeah. a bit concerning when... 
like if you're introducing a new class into what is essentially MOBA meets shooter yep. that you haven't thought about the how that will impact the balance, which I don't believe for a second that they haven't thought about that. No. Yeah. Which means that they're choosing to release something that is overpowered. Yeah. Well, they yeah they they said that when they did the last era, they were like, oh no, it's okay because. The counter is coming next. Yeah. But it's like, either release them together. Yep. Counter's here. Um, but it's still, I mean, I was, last time I played was with Joby and there was two players on the other side playing as Phantom. And it was dominating. Yeah. And the problem is that he has one too many things. Yeah. Either get rid of invisibility, get rid of his overpowered melee attack or get rid of his submachine gun. Yep. Like he should just be like a samurai class basically. I yeah. think. Yep. Pretty much. So he can be invisible and do his sword strikes, and that's fine. Because if he if he stuffs up, if he's out of invisibility, if he tries to run me down, I can shoot him. Yep. But he also seems to have high health <laughs> as well. He only has high health because his invisibility doubles as a shield. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, so he needs to lose two of those things then. No, I think he only needs to lose one specifically because without the shield, he is... I think he's the squishiest or second squishiest character in the game but he should be like he's full stealth like go invisible stab people in the back stuff right so if like if he loses his gun his machine gun and the shield then he has literally no options like on the game's many many long corridors okay so get rid of the yeah get rid of the shield yeah or give him a well op hand cannon or something so his only choice is like skill shots Okay. From long distance, maybe. I don't know. But that's not that hard. It's in, not in that, that hard. Game. It isn't that hard. No. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do want to play. I want to see what Red Eye is about, but um, I don't know. I worry that that game might have already jumped the shark. I think uh, it yeah. might have sailed, which is a bummer. But I uh, think the points, their point one. system is just imbalanced. Yep. I mean, it needs to be easy to get those points. Yeah. And um, it needs to be cosmetic, like. I don't like uh, games where you, you buy stuff and it just makes you more powerful. Right. I'd rather it be like uh, Dota yeah, or Team Fortress where it's cosmetic. Yeah, exactly. And they it's are flirting win. really hard with pay to win. And they can say yeah. it's not, but, no, but it's it fucking is. pay to win. Yeah. And there's also, they've they've flirted with two really bad things. There's the pay to win and there's also the random loot generator bullshit. Yeah. Because I've gone up against people who have rolled amazing gold cards for stuff. Cobalt shit, yeah. Yep. Oh, Cobalt. I forgot about that. And they have, like, like Artie, for instance, I believe is unplayable in his default form. Right. Because his burst fire rifle is garbage. Absolute garbage. But if you get a decent assault rifle, I think that's what you have, or an an SMG where you can be a bit more aggressive, that's great. But you can't, you can't control that. You can't say, I've got to complete five daily tasks to unlock this specific thing for my character so you customize your play style. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it should be, hey, you're an aggressive player. Thus, if you get 15 up-close kills with a long-range weapon, then we're going to reward you with an SMG option. Well, okay, cool. Like, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And then sell hats, for God's sake. Team Fortress 2 does it right. Yeah. Sell aesthetic stuff. But I guess they don't have a big enough player base to do that. I don't have a problem with them selling the starter pack like they did. Yep. Um, I think that's a good way or selling even early access to the game. Also, don't have a problem with that. But these new mercs, and especially if they're, they're like, yeah, we know he's OP, don't worry. Not the patches coming, but the 
counter to that. Yeah. And the assumption being that either you're grinding to get that 50,000 just to unlock a guy who you might not even like, but you know that your team needs in case someone else is playing the, the one before. Thing, yeah. yeah. I think is not a very community driven no. decision. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the thing I said last week when I was playing where, um, like nobody in our team was the ammo guy or anything. So we're running around. Yeah. And it's like, I've got no ammo. And, and they I don't can't have do anything but kill myself. They don't have indicators. I don't understand this. Like the the map, like it's so old school that it says it wants you to learn where the ammo spots are. And I think last time I played, they moved them. So like there's stationary ammo in parts. Yeah. yeah. But you should never run out of ammo because when I'm ammo guy, as soon as I spawn, I'm throwing ammo off to the side, so I'm not collecting it. Yeah. So there's like little piles of ammo for people to run in. Yeah. And fight. I think, and, and anytime I hear someone asking for ammo, I'm smashing the button. Like, basically, if I've got more than one ammo in reserve, I'm doing that class so wrong, in my opinion. why are you in my games, then? Because I'm well, always yelling for ammo. Because I usually go medic. Yeah. Or I usually go bushwhacker, because yeah. shit needs to be planted or diffused, and also that turret rocks. Fucking turret. It's like having another player, if mm. you place it in the right it spot. Is, yeah. So... Every team needs a bushwhacker. Yeah. I think when Maybe. there's two bushwhackers, it gets ridiculous. We should have five bushwhackers. Oh, we should definitely try that. <laughs> That's I don't, a turret guy. I don't think we yeah. could. I yeah. think I, we could see, lose. I've been playing him, but he's only got like two rounds of ammo left with him. So, right, you run yeah. out super quick. Yeah, but that's why you put a turret down near ammo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then if you've got a good medic, it. they drop a health station because they're like, this guy's going to hold this entire side. He can do this on his own. Yeah. Oh, we've got another bushwhacker on the other side. I might go get a drink. Yeah, <laughs> basically. I'm going to collect my points at the end of this round. <laughs> but people, that's what I've noticed. Like you said, that people don't play medic. And if they do, they don't play medic well. Yep. So for me, going into Dirty Bomb, probably the preview event with you, and you'd already played it, you had this real... Like, my initial response to someone reviving me was, fuck you, don't revive me if you haven't cleared the area. And then you realize that reviving is this awesome, viable tactic because they're probably already shooting at you and then you've just popped someone else up and yeah. now they've got two guns on them and if they go down, you just revive them again. Yeah, yeah. So, it's super, super viable tactic to just do the, the duck jump yep. and then land right and revive and then you've got more people on the front line and it's... Yep. Totally the opposite of what you'd do in something like Battlefield. Yeah, Because you yeah, would cause... rightly be called a dick. Yeah. So, it is breaking... And again, you don't zoom in. Like, breaking the habit of going right mouse button before left. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's quick, is to go, okay, shoot from the hip, and yeah. then maybe bring it up if they start to back off. Yeah. But I like I like the idea of Dirty Bomb more than I like the execution. Yeah, me too. And the problem is they don't train the community well enough. The training level is naff. They don't train you on advanced movement. Nobody uses voice comm, and that's not really their fault. But I'm thinking shit like they should even, I don't know, somehow incentivize it. Points. Right. Like maybe a voting system at the end if someone used the mic and was helpful to stop someone just putting a song on. You know what I mean? Like yep. some community-driven system to... Because... If someone uses a microphone, I tend to do what they do. I didn't know I had a microphone in. It's so essential because when we played overseas, we had intense games. And even if we didn't win them, communicating, working together, yeah. being able to give the heads up. And that kill cam is so long and you can spin that camera around that you can give you can situational awareness reports yeah. on what's going on. So, it's totally like it's a part of the game. And it's not their fault that the community is not using it. But still, much like... You know, the DICE guys did with the Battlefield 4 scoring system, which I think was damn near perfect. And it stopped people screaming out, 
you stole my kill because if I got 99 hits on you and you got one, you get the kill, you get 100 points, but I get 99 plus like an assist thing. So I still feel like I've been rewarded appropriately for my effort. Mm. So I never saw people going, you stole my kill in Battlefield 4. It's because they found a way to take a team game, take a system and and make points. it so that like you still feel like you're working together. It doesn't matter. If I do half health and you run around a corner, someone finishes you off, I don't go, fuck. Yeah. I go, awesome. Yeah. Cool, that guy's dead. You get assist points in the game. Yeah. But I, I think it's like 25 or something like that. It doesn't... I haven't really cracked the, the scoring system in much. Dirty Bomb. I don't really know what's better to do objective or kills or... Yeah, I think objectives t- still tend to be better, but... I don't know. The way I see people playing, maybe I haven't done the calculations correctly because you see people just team deathmatching their asses off. And, you, like, I think, and they're still at the top of the board. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then other games, you'll see a dude with like a negative kill-death ratio who's at the top of the... Yeah, and that's what Battlefield did as well. Yeah. And I think it did it well because you could still be on a losing team with a heinous kill-death ratio, but be top of the leaderboard yep. because you were capping flags you were dropping health you mm-hmm. were playing your class and the objective yeah. and Guarding, I think yeah. in a team based game where you're dealing relying on public servers predominantly you've got to incentivize people to play objective and to work together yep. otherwise what's the point it, like you said it, it descends into old school TDM yeah. which is basically just a free for all yeah. with no friendly fire yep. like I've had that where I'll get into like the games I was playing the other day it was the um, we were playing stopwatch and we'll be getting to the point where it's like, all right, we got to plant the bomb on the train. And then we did that. And then it's like, all right, you get it, got to pick up the, um, uh, I can't remember what it is, the part and then put it into the objective. You've yeah. got like two of them. And like, I would pick it up and there'd be like five guys surrounding me on my team. And we would like take it up together. Like in any other game, you would just see fucking everybody, you'd be there by yourself because everybody else would be running around shooting people. Mm. But in that instance, like it was a team based. Like, we were doing what we were supposed That's to be doing. good. Even though, like, nobody was communicating. It's just, yeah. I think I was at that level where people kind of understood what was supposed to be happening. Like, we'll break into the area. The guys would set up their, their turrets. And then in the corner would be the health station. The medics guys would put it down. And then we wouldn't all just run in. We'd start killing people slowly mm. and then kind of strategically move in to where we should be standing. And then, like... It, we were moving as a unit as opposed to just six dudes just running around just shooting yeah, people chickens. it's awesome that's yeah. what I was like hoping the community would get to because when we were sort of doing the review thing which is weird for an open beta to yeah. review it we were playing with a bunch of elitist fuckwits who had put in you know hundreds of hours they were the ones who were still staying past you know their initial investment and they were ragging on everyone day one for being new yeah yeah and they were they were the ones using the lamest tactics, the lamest classes, just to score points. Yep. So whatever. So they were they were the the cheeses, and you expect a certain level like amount of people to do that, but usually they're the minority. Yeah. Whereas when it came time for the game to actually launch, it was saturated with a bunch of newer players, which was also bad for the game because the training isn't there. Mm. People like I the amount of times that medics would be diffusing, and I've jumped into take it and i know on their screen it then says your mate's diffusing basically fuck off and they would stay there mm. and like i wasn't doing it to be a jerk i was doing it because it, that's Quicker. my role it's <laughs> yeah. faster and that's why it prioritizes me go back to doing your and they would just stay there and then they'd get killed and then i'd get killed and it was like guy so there was this learning curve mm. but if people are now if the community sort of found its 
if it's found its level and there's that good mix of sort of there's going to be a couple of newer players there's going to be a couple of elite wankers yep. but the majority of people are going to be kind of this middle ground who know to play objective who know how to work their classes or their mercs I want to play it again because I think the game has a lot of potential but some silly decisions with their mercs lately yeah. notwithstanding um, I think it was a hell of a lot of fun when you work together yeah really rewarding as a team game but immensely frustrating if you play really well by yourself yeah and you don't get that feedback like you do in Battlefield if you if you're the only good player on your team you still feel rewarded in this you feel gutted frustrated because you're yeah. just constantly running backwards yep yeah yeah, and you, or you get to the point where, um, like you feel like you're getting spawn camped as well because yeah. that can happen in that game. It does happen, yeah, um, a lot. Especially because advanced movement allows you to get up to unexpected spots or angles where you can't really, yeah, be shot. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I, I think I'll probably give it another shot, but I don't know. I'm, Let's jump in and do it. I'm on my last sort of last chance for that game eh? I want to like Close. I want to play as these OP mercs right because I like like I'd like to be objective about that because I yeah. think that it will become boring hmm. like I liked being able to stab people in a game where I want even footing like Counter-Strike yeah. because I think that's skill but if I've you know, there was a time when I used to play Call of Duty World at War specifically, and there was a way that you could string your perks together, and I called it the Super Stabby class, yep. and you would have unlimited sprint, extended reach, and yeah. something, or oh, faster, the, the dash, dash. The-, the dash. And you just run around and stab dudes. And I yeah. would stab entire servers, and I would come up the top in triple figures sometimes, <laughs> and I would get called a lamer, and, and I was. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why they balance that that way. But like that became boring after a time, so I stopped using it because it's yeah. like an easy win button and that's not challenging and that's not personally rewarding for me. That's not why you're playing, yeah. Yeah, you want to be challenged. Yeah. You want to win, but you want to be challenged. Shall we go back to Gamescom? Let's go back to Gamescom. Mad Max. I like it. Yeah? Yeah, it's very... It's it's really interesting to watch... Mad Max. The Warner... Yeah. The Warner approach to games development, specifically with its third-person open-world stuff. Mm. So, you can see... I mean, I'm sure this is not a secret. You can see a lot of Batman in Shadow of Mordor. Yep. And sort of the stuff that they did well in that, you can see in Mad Max. Ah, uh, so the the Mad Max mobile is a hover tank. Of course, finally. Hover tank. Yeah. Like in Batman. Like in Batman. Oh, right. No, I was talking Shadow of Mordor. I'm like, forget Batman. Oh. <laughs> uh, so you've got you've got the gimpy companion, yep. Like you did in Shadow of Mordor. Um, I think other oh, the customizations there, the free flow combats there, but there's also more of an emphasis on violence because Mad Max kills people. So there's not this Batman weird physics fail when you go to punch someone off a roof and they go up an invisible wall and down. <laughs> so yeah, and and like using the shotgun during combat is Im- like like fisticuffs immensely satisfying but at the same time it's got this sort of survival element to it so shotgun shells are really scarce right um so you don't want to do that you want to be the combat guy you want to win and you can customize max which is awesome so i made him look like me nice giant bushy hair long hair awesome 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 um and i only played it for about 20 minutes had a lot of fun there's random stuff that happens in the world random weather elements the Car combat's stylized as hell. And I just I can just see it as the kind of game that I'm going to play the shit out of. Is there a nemesis system? Ooh. 
No. God, that would be amazing, wouldn't, wouldn't it? it? Yeah. Every open world game needs that now. I think God, so. I love the Nemesis <laughs> system. Yeah. I would love... I mean, I told you about this before. I tried to pitch it to a hyper special, but the open world Punisher game oh, yeah. with the Nemesis system where you create your own jigsaw, for lack of a better comparison. But yeah, depending on how you kill people, you and, and also go off book, like create new villains and their origin story comes out of how you fucked them up yep that, that would be so cool yeah so cool and that i mean i yeah i'm in awe of shadow of mordor i was expecting it to be good and i played it and i'm like wow that's that's actually pretty special and that is how like for me when a game mechanic comes along where you're like that's the new standard and then you go back to something more linear and you're like guys can't you just yeah can't you rip that off like when gears of war kind of perfected the third person cover mechanic oh, and yeah. and like other people try to fuck with that and you're like just rip just that off stop it rip it off Do and if you one. manage to advance it somehow good but if you rip it off nobody's gonna go like uncharted nobody yeah. goes oh that's just gears fuck them they're shit it's like no that's a system that works yeah. everyone use that it's so much worse when you notice a game that attempts to do it yes. and does it poorly yes. like Spec Ops The Line drove me fucking nuts I've gone back out. to that recently Why? I just want the story and god it's hard Yeah, it's hard because it's so shit uh-huh. the gameplay is so very bad yeah yup yeah. what are they making now didn't they just announce a new game they got they dissolved Oh, that's right. They kicked off Dead Didn't Island. Didn't get shut down as well, someone was yeah. telling me? I don't know if that's I true. Yeah, that. Uh, just kicked off. Kicked off. I'm Everything wondering how much Dying Light had to do with that. Yeah. Not that you liked it, but um, yeah, like for me, that was like, yeah, this is pretty much what Dead Island 2 should have been. Yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah. that- I think they I think played it and were like, Fuck. They saw it and they were like, <laughs> yeah, which is totally ironic given- What have you guys been it. doing? Uh, the game, uh, yeah, it didn't look like it was really adding it. What have you got now? Oh, we're on a- continent you're not on an island anymore yeah who calls america an island it's like calling china an island i mean yeah kind of maybe no no there's water around yeah it, exactly right? there's definitely water near around. it yeah yeah but like who calls america an island yeah nobody, nobody. they should have made it island uh i would play the shit out of that island. game Dead Ireland. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> you just done made a fucking game, man. I just have drunk people and like you power up on Guinness and sh- fuck yeah. Crude stereotypes. Something about potatoes in there. Holy crap. That's what you I eat to play get health. Just potatoes. Yep. Yeah, make potato cannons. And <laughs> <laughs> potato cannons. What do we have a lot of here? This, this one's electric potatoes. Ah, potatoes. <laughs> and flaming potatoes. Oh no. Poison potatoes. Yeah, the potato system. It's a zombies. They're coming for me. Oh, yeah, and there's like leprechauns, oh, sure. leprechaun zombies. <laughs> Stealing my lucky charms. <laughs> my lucky charms. And you go find gold at the end of rainbows and yeah. fuck yeah. That's Dude, genius. I want that, that game. Stop, stop coming out with great games. Yeah. Uh, Lego things. Uh, yeah. You're right, I don't care. Uh, XCOM 2. Oh, man, that was... <laughs> It was a marketing guy who gives a two-minute spiel. Really nice, chatty guy. Two-minute spiel. Goes to the back of the room, presses play on a video. Oh. And the game looks really interesting. I don't like turn-based games, so I'm not the best person to talk about this. But you've got a stolen alien ship. The aliens have won. Oh, So okay. you're the resistance. Yep. Cool. And But the cool thing about the ship is there's you're running on a skeleton crew... 
and you've got to pick where you want your dudes to go so you can speed up your research and which I'm pretty sure is standard in the series stop me if I'm repeating stuff my name's John Connor yep that's not new resistance but there are also there's also (laughs) seems to be this subplot about the ship and you haven't unlocked like you've it's alive kind of oh I've heard this story before oh Event Horizon yeah but I was thinking Fantastic Four (laughs) that's the planet so I hope that they do a bit more with that but there were rooms in the ship that were still kind of alien that had yet to be taken back so I think you can expand yeah we're waiting for Jeff Goblin to show up yeah and then put the virus into the the room so that he can unlock it yep Oh man, I've got to go back and watch Independence Day. It's been too long, <laughs> but it lo- it looks interesting. And I almost got talked into downloading Enemy Within on Android, but then I realised that I hate turn-based games. So right, I probably bullet dodged. Then yeah. yeah, I like those. Those games are great. Do you like them, Trevi? I like them. I like XCOM games, was good, but I am terrible at XCOM. Really, is it? It's really hardcore, isn't it? It's quite- it's super hardcore. Yeah. You'll play four hours of that game and then be and then die and you're fucked. What yeah. about the Bureau? Oh, no, I never played the it. Bureau, I bought that, but I haven't played it yet. I've got it. I played 20 minutes of it and then uninstalled it. <laughs> nice. Oh, is that why- Speaking of games- There's you- no games in Australia anymore. Yeah. It's your fault. Nathan killed them. Speaking of games, you'll probably uninstall after 20 minutes. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. <laughs> I did an assassination mission. Joby was very confused about that earlier today. What's an ass- hands-on with an assassination? I was playing as Evie. I believe that's her name. I don't know. Okay. She's the stealth-loving twin. I could not see anything special about her stealth. Okay. Versus the other guy's brawling approach. Like, they seem to both have the same abilities. Okay. Maybe it's because they're twins. But the grappling hook is cool because- Wait, and you did an assassination level. I did. I love that there's an assassination level in a game called Assassin's Creed, which is supposed to be about you being an assassin. So this this level is all about you- assassinating so this year we're doing the fucking something game here. is supposed to be about that yeah they get very distracted don't they and they and they still do that thing that shits me that i wish they get rid of the series from the series when you kill them and then you have that little matrix moment oh yeah where you're like talking to them there's 50 guards around you but whatever you For get to 10 have this, minutes yeah like connection did they ever explain that was that explained in the first game poorly and then never touched well, on there was again? that whole story in the first four and then they just fucking deleted it and then went like that story's fucking somebody, crazy i'm sorry about that somebody Oh, I think I was on the podcast. I was on the podcast, but I think on the podcast last week, uh, the IGN guys were telling me that uh, guys and girls were telling me that uh, they got rid of all that shit in Syndicate or whatever the fuck. The future stuff. Yeah. It's so naff. How, those are the worst parts of Black Flag. Yeah. The, the worst, worst parts of every Assassin's Creed game ever. But go back to... Oh, now you're testing my memory. There was one, a Desmond one as well, where they got rid of it all like it was um, optional. Like you were kind of stuck in the Matrix, like Neo in the third shitty film. You were stuck in the, in your own mind in some, and you ran into this guy who was like, quick, go back to these missions in the past, but if you want, you can go do this future shit. I avoided all of it. I Revelations. Think that was the third one. Revelations. All uh, right. So you could literally just play the entire main portion of the game without the interruption of and in black flag it was this first person yeah sequence and you couldn't run so you could only walk it was completely jarring and it's meta as fuck and you're in a oh yeah we're taking the piss out of ourselves everyone wants feudal (laughs) japan (laughs) shut up dickheads yes we do want that yeah uh so there was just 
do it. <laughs> just do it. There were multiple ways to approach this level. I think either they had the AI turned down to really dumb or they're really dumb because I walked past them a lot. I see. Um, and the way that I chose to do it was to go and enlist the help of some guy who pretended like he was arresting me, but then there's this cone around you when you move depending on how fast you move and if there's a guard that goes in that cone they'll see that you're not legit somehow with magic oh it's like like star wars where chewie's not actually uh, handcuffed they've just yes the too yes, big yes yeah, so it's too small he's that, got your arm behind his back and that unlocks a particular assassination that i was told that was different it doesn't stab him in the head this time it, it just you know i was on board with the assassin's creed series until three and then I really liked Black Flag, but the things I loved about Black Flag was mainly the stuff that had nothing to do with the Assassin's, the Assassin's Creed portion Creed of the game. Yeah. And now they've completely just said, yeah, we know you love that, but pff, we don't care. Yes. We're going to do the French Revolution. And why didn't you do Black Flag too, assholes? Well, they are. Are they? Uh, didn't they do one like last year where it was... Rogue. Was that it? Didn't that have... Yeah, pirate ships in it. Yeah, that was ship stuff. That was like a water set in the Arctic. But they'll do the the word is that they'll do a black flag game, but it won't be an Assassin's Creed game. Well, that's a good plan. Agreed. Yeah. Their their other problem is that they just they're releasing too many of these. Like they need a break. No, they need to do what Activision's done and and get a third studio involved. If you're going to do yearly iterating titles, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. But you need a three year development cycle. Yeah. Two years is not enough. And and you get shit like whatever that Assassin's Creed game was. The last one. Well, Unity sucked. But before that, you get features that sound good on paper, like they had that tower defense mode. Oh, yeah. But it played like balls. Like, actually, the user experience was terrible, but the idea was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it it meant that you capture a tower, and then you might have to go back to defend it, and you'd be commanding these guys, and you actually felt like this head assassin, but... The way that it handled and the camera angles were just so terrible that it was yeah. just fighting against you the whole time. Um, so, but I think that idea with an extra year, you would have had a schmick, fully realized thing. But because they're just churning this shit out and Ubisoft Montreal is the main lead on all this shit, isn't it? And they do Far Cry. I mean, it's only changed this year, actually. There's a new studio going lead. But every year before that, I'm pretty sure it's just Ubisoft Montreal. And bear in mind that sometime their team is working on Far Cry 4 or Far Cry 3. So I get that they're a big development house, but I think quality suffers. Yeah, Yeah, it does. It clearly does. In the story department, like I can't tell you any of the fucking names of the characters from the last... Any of the games other than Desmond. And Ezio and Altia, like other than them, Edward Kenway. Yeah, right. But they don't. They don't get to a point where they're doing anything with these characters. (laughs) That was Black Flag's guy. Whatever. He was the best. I think he was the best. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> like they haven't had enough time to flesh out any of these characters. It's just like shit one after the other. The just story keep was going. never good. This is the problem. They didn't they haven't yet realized, unless it's finally breaks with this game, that the future element is shit and nobody cares about it and all it is is a game mechanic that allows them to move the series to different times. And yeah, you can have that link of an overarching evil corporation or the Templar versus Assassin's conflict still happening, or even a character like Desmond in the future uh, controlling this, but it should be cutscenes. Yeah. It should be skippable. Yes. Because ultimately, it 
there's nothing it worse than being nothing dragged out of this amazing immersive world like you were in Black Flag and I was on the ship season and I'd sail over a certain arbitrary digital line and it'd be like, oh, by the way, we're going to take you back into the future for this boring first person walking stuff with this guy in your ear is probably going to turn out to be a bad guy. Yeah. What? 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 Web what? Mm-hmm. Web what? So anyways, yeah. Not really that interested. I think I'm kind of done. I think like Black Flag was the the last one for me yeah i haven't played unity i don't think i'll play syndicate even though i love peaky blinders and they've clearly ripped the shit out of that show right cool yep next uh battleborn battleborn didn't rate it oh didn't rate it at all wow fair enough um i played a five player co-op mode but the whole faithful translation of of a moba to the shooter space in that you're fighting minions mindless mindless shitty ai minions just didn't didn't translate well to a shooter experience yeah it felt like borderlands one when it was at its worst those initial grinding levels love the idea of going through 10 levels in a match so in 20 minutes yep and having two choices so you don't pause the game you press d-pad up and then you hit left trigger or right trigger to pick your upgrade path yep and there's like i can't remember they did the maths on it like a thousand and twenty four or something different options per character yeah so combinations uh and you know i paid as a, a tank guy and got to the end had the highest score but did it end with like a robot being attacked by yeah some guardian thing coming out of a door that's the fucking e3 demo there that's you go what i played i played the e3 demo yeah Wow, I can't believe it. What did you think? Did you love it? I enjoyed it, but uh, I didn't think it was, like, mind-blowing. I think it relies... It's going to rely pretty heavily on Versus stuff. Yeah, I would have loved to have played... I thought they were going to take us into a room to play Versus because I think that's where it would have shone. Yep. Uh, Especially with some of the diversity of the classes they were showing off in the presentation. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, because it was just... It just played, like, a really bad horde mode, I thought. Um, I thought some like it did definitely introduce some interesting mechanics uh, via AI. Like um, there were some enemies that did some very interesting things, like resurrecting other minions, oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, protecting, like shielding. But that was stupid. Swarming and no, the basic minions were really right. fucking dumb. Um, and yeah, so it relied pretty heavily on on these. Like I think maybe five total uh intelligent minions that okay that augmented how you played but mostly i was like after the first time through uh i was mostly just seeing like how fast i could knock through that shit like seeing how fast i could knock down enemies get through the fucking gates etc etc and i didn't mind that so much but it's not like something I'm going to go back to constantly. It's not sustainable. Um, it's going to rely very heavily, yeah, on versus mode. Yeah, which I think they should have shown off, but I clearly so they weren't too. ready. Uh, there are two games left. Ooh. I get. Uh, you can pick which one you want to talk about first. Mafia 3. Whoa. <sighs> Three games left, Job. Three games. Yeah. Metal Gear. No. <laughs> Can't talk about Metal Gear. Oh, well, spoilers. <laughs> uh, no, and <laughs> if anyone asks, Luke Embargo. If anyone from Konami is listening to this, I have not played Metal Gear Solid: The Phantom Pain. I promise, I never said to anyone that I have. 
that works for me. Um, Mafia Three, you probably did you see the CG? I did trailer. Did you see it? We called it. Called it last week. What'd you call? You, you did call it. Yeah. I no, because I remember I was call? pitching some, Florida or something. Yeah, Miami. Yeah. Well, no, not Miami. Just Florida. Like Hardline. <laughs> no, I, I just I like I I thought it could be Florida because <laughs> uh, I thought. That it had swamps and had the potential to also facilitate some sweet mafia shit, but the gators. Um, but yeah, no New, New Orleans. Orleans, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, and uh, very interesting choice. You saw the three characters at the end, the little the lieutenants. Do yes. they describe them as lieutenants? I don't think they do. So they're lieutenants. One of those is the protagonist from Mafia Two. Two. Mm. Oh, you know that already. I've read a little bit. Right. Okay. Um, which is interesting. So, you're not actually in the mafia per se as much as you are bringing it down because it messed you up. So, they're really kind of trying to explore the idea of family because, you know, that's really big in mafia. But to a certain extent, they're kind of born into that. Whereas this guy's come back from Vietnam. They've got a huge... I was wondering how far they go, but they've got a huge, like, racism element going on. Like, this guy is not welcome anywhere. So, he's come back got into a, a a black gang and they've all been killed so he's out for revenge and i'm assuming will take over the mafia but they've just like the world looks really cool i mean i guess it was pre-alpha would have had to have been pre-alpha but the, you know there was still shitty popping stuff which shits me yeah you know like the rent obvious rendering as vehicles get closer headlights just appearing out of the distance but if you get past that like it's beautifully realized i swear and they may have already announced this. The voice was... Oh, who's Black Dynamite? Um, Michael Jai White? Yes. Yeah, I think he's doing the main voice. So I was I, like, that I sounds... check that. That sounds a lot like him. Check it for me. if they Because sometimes they don't announce that stuff. Like, for instance, I picked that Jim Gordon was voiced by Breaking Bad Guy before they officially announced it. Huh? For Arkham Knight. What, by... Bald Guy. Do you know the bald assassin guy, Breaking Bad? I don't know. Oh, right. The dude from Community. Yeah. He oh. voices Jim Gordon. Oh, yeah. And when they first okay. showed it, I was like, that sounds a lot like him. And they didn't announce it until they announced, like, John Noble as Scarecrow and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, anywho, um, showed us a gameplay section where it was basically an assault on a stronghold. They emphasize like it, and but the stronghold was kind of like had a club as a front, right? So it showed that he could have gone through the front, guns blazing. He chooses to leave when he comes across a couple of guards, goes around the back, finds some guy like guarding a rear entrance, <laughs> knives him to death. Like he loves using his knife, and it's brutal. Um, and then he goes into the sort of stealth mode, sneaks through. They showed us like a canal entrance so you could have swum in or took a boat in which is interesting as well I think you mean canal canal <laughs> down with the canal um and then he kind of went loud with shotguns revolvers pistols and he was messing everyone up the guns sound amazing yeah they have the right kind of feedback in terms of the damage shotguns devastate up close and then they also had an option for executions up close so you press the melee button and he'd like kick them back and then shotgun them in the face or something like that so that was really quite satisfying there was destructibility on the wooden stuff so you could shoot through um objects he's um and so the, i'm just trying to think i'm just running through the the demo in my head the just so the cover cover mechanic again gears of war yep 
So they they haven't messed with that. It was doing blind fire. It was shifting Sweet. from cover to cover, and it it had a good fluidity to the combat. But he jumped in a car, and straight away they have a rear vision mirror up the top. Finally, a game has a rear vision mirror up the top. Yep. So that was cool, not just for seeing what's behind you, but it also had these little cinematic moments, like he was being chased by a bunch of cars after he took the stronghold. He shot one in the tire while mm. looking backwards and then went back to driving. But in the the mirror, it did this zoom-in effect on the destruction that was happening behind him, which was very cool and cinematic. Yeah. So he did this, this car chase, but he also, the head boss ran away or something and he had to interrogate him. And the way he interrogated him in this particular instance was by freaking him out by your driving. So ran over a cop, did a jump, near misses with cars, got him to talk. And then you had the choice to kill him or get him out of the car. Um, and he was chased by cops. So he stopped it by getting to a phone and cycling through his lieutenants. And they all have different abilities. Some of them have like stealthy, some of them bring in drive-bys. And the one that he went to was like this guy who was hooked up with the cops. So he into a giant rock man. Yeah, it does, because of the rocks and the teleportation. Uh, so, he called off the cops. Um, yeah, it looks cool. Looks cool as hell. Right. Yeah. No voice actors announced, so... Oh, you heard it here first. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it had that, that big booming gravitas to his voice. We'll and see. It was good. Good voice acting, not... When I saw the trailer, I thought that were going to be... I thought it was going to be a co-op game. Co-op, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I wish I wish they'd do that. That would be pretty Because, the, yeah, obviously it's him and then like he walks up and there's three guys by, or yeah. two guys and a lady. Um, I was like, oh, they're going to do a co-op, like a four-player, like it's got some sort of world-building thing going going on. That but, would be bananas. I hope they do that, yeah. but if they announce that, it will come later in the piece. Yeah, but even like the world-building in the past, like two was amazing. Agreed. They're really good at that One was great too. Yeah. But this is a new studio. This is like a brand new studio. Yeah, but it, I, I read, uh, I was reading the like whole fucking swaths of the oh, from the original team. Uh, Few, yeah, they were a European team, right? Yeah, like Czech, two K Czech. Yeah, nice. Um, but now I think they're based out of Hangar Thirteen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that's that, what they're called. Were you saying that? No, no, that's what they're called. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Hangar Thirteen. Well, that's in uh, Novato, in. Uh, California. Okay. That's like right next to <coughs> 2K's head office. Did you go there? Uh, I've been there like four or five times. But, yeah. Uh, they don't let you in to uh, Hangar 13 anymore. No. So it used There's to no be such that- thing as Hangar 13. <laughs> it goes 12 and then 14. It used to be that like Hangar 13 was their main office. And so anytime you'd go out to like do a demo at, in Novato, which is like an hour out of San Fran. Um, yeah, you'd go to Hangar 13. And then suddenly one one like one day we show up and they're like, no, Hangar 12. And so, uh, yeah, you're going like, I'm like, oh, can we go into Hangar 13? Like, yeah. I want to see what's going on in there. Like, no. So they're the super secret dev studio. Yeah. This is their first game, right? Pretty yeah, sure. I think so. Uh, I know that they've got a lot of production stuff for other games. So the uh, production team for... NBA, I think, works yeah. in Hangar 13, in part of Hangar 13. Okay. But, yeah, uh, they had, like, a bunch of sound stuff, and the Evolve guys are in... Oh, the uh, Evolve guys who are working at, out of Novato were, were in Hangar 13. Ah, Evolve. You still playing? No. But... Uh, it's all right. No one else is either. No, nobody else is. They had... Um, I don't know if it's sad or good. They had a presence on the show floor at Gamescom. Really? Like... 
play the pros or something. Mm. I don't know what it was. It was weird. It was, it was weird Depressing. to see them still promoting it. I wish that get like they fucked that game. They properly fucked. Agreed. That game. Um, they can only blame themselves. Awesome. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's what splash damage is doing as well. Yeah, at this rate, like they're evolving their fucking game. <laughs> That's it's not a complimentary verb. I, I, I'm sure 2K track. hopes that never becomes a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing now. There's currently 300 people playing at the moment. Oh, shit. In the world? Oh, on, on Steam. Yeah, in PC. In the world? Yeah. 300. I bet there's indie titles with more than 300 people playing. <laughs> That's, oh my it's God. Like 60 total I wonder games. what the console, does, is there a website for tracking console stuff? Because that's where so. communities seem to live on yeah, for shitty true. games. It peaks at 500. It lowers oh my god, that's fucking awful. What was its? Does it have like all time? What was its all time peak was twenty seven thousand. Good god, this is on Steam. That's, that big? Yeah, that's only on Steam. I'm pretty sure their main push. But Steam is the biggest platform still. Hey, Steam is the biggest platform on PC. Oh yeah, on PC. Yeah, of course. I'm pretty sure it uses Steamworks, doesn't it? So it would have to... Oh, Does it? It would have to be through it, I think. Interesting. Don't know. Anyway. Um, so, you played another game. Battlefront! But, but I played a game as well. What did you play? I played a game. I played the Gamescom Guild of Dark Souls 3. Oh, yes. Uh, and, yeah, I wasn't expecting... Actually, I also got to play around in Just Cause 3, the Gamescom build of that. But that was like literally five minutes while they were loading up Dark Souls 3. They're like, do you want to play some uh, Just Cause while you're waiting? I'm like, yes. Are you allowed to? <laughs> kind of question of that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, and, uh, How yeah, was it? Very, very briefly. So, yeah, barely got to do anything. But, uh, yeah, it is fucking gorgeous. Holy shit. So, they had it set up on a 1080p. Um, Wait, Just Cause? Yeah, just yep. on PC, right? Uh, yeah, PC, and um, of course, yeah, like it was just basically like uh, remember Red Faction Guerrilla? How they had that mini game mode where you just had to cause as much just destruction. Oh as well. god, I love, I missed that series. Yeah, but isn't well, that what that's just what, causes anyway? That's well, they, <laughs> this was this mode was cause as much destruction in I think like ninety seconds as possible. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was just a race against time. I did fucking very poorly because I couldn't quite <laughs> work out all of the buttons. So I was just trying to work out how to tether shit. So one of the things that it did was. Uh, the time it didn't start until you actually destroyed something. You had to oh, specifically nice. destroy something. So uh, I ran around and set up all these tethers so that when I pulled the trigger, they'd all crush together. But uh, so I, you can set up multiple. Yeah, so tethers. you can set up five. Like two I'm going to guess that this is a unlockable mode. Like no, no, that there's some sort of ability like, skill tree progression yeah. where oh, you yeah, get maybe. one tether and then you can upgrade it to get probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've I've set them up all and yeah. It really like it falls to falls to pieces so, so beautifully and Did like, it chug? Uh no, it didn't. It didn't. Ugh, but nice. I don't think it was like on the full map, so yeah. Uh, the other interesting thing, though, was that, like, you were supposed to be locked within this certain area, but you could still just jump off the building and then, like, grapple yourself to the ground and then wingsuit along the ground and nice. continuously pick up speed by grappling on the ground and wingsuiting more. That was awesome. Anyway, Dark Souls was playing uh, 4K on PC oh, very and nice. it looked gorgeous but Dark Souls coming out on PC yeah 
at the same time? I think so. I think it's the same time this time. Um, they couldn't confirm it, but they don't have a release date for Dark Souls. I 3 feel like tonight. they won't because they haven't in the past, have they? They've always released it like later on, a little bit later. I, I feel like they do that just to bump their sales up. I don't think that's why they do it. I think they do it because the- they don't know what they're doing. It's not, yeah, it's not their primary platform, but I think they've realized that the game lives on PC. Yeah, that's their, their community is yeah, like, quite big. Like the player base is biggest on PC? Yeah. Really? Because it it it's super hardcore, right? You'd expect that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, playing 4K uh, on PC with an Xbox 360 control pad, uh, and there was a bit of chug. <laughs> there was a bit of chug at certain moments. Um, Needed another 980 in there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> another yeah another two 290 X's what are the new ones R9 Titans or whatever the fuck they are R9 is that the radio Fury ones X's yeah what do I know yeah. and um yeah so this oh my god I I, I don't know it's it is exactly what it should be it's uh yeah like crushing and gorgeous and everything seems to work so well in the game already they wouldn't let me access stats so you couldn't look at your character's stats or anything like that. You could only pick between two builds of characters. Ah, oh, they're throwing um, some secrets in there. There's definitely secrets. There's like all these locked doors that I'm sure won't be locked in the full build. And uh, when you pick up a weapon, you can't access the inventory. You just go straight into like, it goes straight into your, your slot. Yeah. yeah. So you can switch to it. Um, but yeah, there's like, uh, you can only parry with, certain shields now and other shields do like a shield bash or shield slam type attack which stuns enemies and that's really cool because it sort of introduces uh like those are abilities that enemies have always had yeah and now you've got access to them you've also got like a shield break attack on your uh i think it's what is it a great sword so if you two hand the great sword and then use l2 then you'll shield break which is something you've never really been able to do to enemies before and they've nice. always been sort of able to walk around but so you can be more aggressive more offensive exactly and so i think that's something that they learned from bloodborne is that people like to be more aggressive like it's more satisfying if you always push forward and still manage to carry off the kill nice and so that's pretty awesome there's two bonfires uh when it gets dark it is pitch black, properly pitch black. And I know that's what they showed off in Dark Souls 2, but uh, I've already seen it in action running on 4K, so I'm pretty sure it won't be robbed away from Dark Souls 3. Oh, well, once they downgrade the graphics of and course. change the lighting engine, then yep. it'll look completely different. Totes. So it's good that it's pitch black? Yeah, it is. Can't yeah. you change your brightness settings and just... Uh, I guess you could, but... Uh, but hardcore people aren't going to do that? No. Hardcore people modded Dark Souls 2 so that it would be pitch black because they weren't satisfied that Ouch. when it released, it was brighter than they expected. It wasn't dark enough. Yeah. Um, souls were too light. Yes. Light souls. Light souls. Um, basically, all it means is that you have to dedicate one of your hands to holding a torch. Okay. While you, So you can see what the fuck is going on and- uh, just sort of, you know, obviously it amps up the horror factor and it amps up um, the tension of the of the game experience. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I I just like it a lot. Um, there's, you know, you can still. So I found the boss. 
I failed as a beta. I got it, got it at a fifteen percent ish. Noob. I know. I was pretty de- devastated. I only had three attempts before I went and didn't play a certain other game. Uh, Which one's that? The one you mentioned before that I didn't play. Um, Why didn't you play it? I didn't. Pl- I didn't play it. <laughs> when did you play it? I never played it. When can you play it? I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> but um, yeah. So uh, I only yeah I only had three attempts at the boss, but I did work out the optimal sprinting back to the boss route. Uh, there's a mini boss halfway through. He's a big fatty like Smo, and uh, yeah, he has a whirlwind attack that spins about three more times than I think it probably should. Mm. So uh, that caught me. Well, that's how they get you. Because you think he's going to spin a certain amount of times and then you go in and he keeps fucking spinning. That's exactly how it got me. Mm. So fixed patterns then still or? Uh, Yeah. Bit of dynamic stuff? This guy had fixed patterns, uh, but he had way more animations than I expected because it was, he had his spinning attack. He had, a uh, bunch of different chop attacks. Um, he had some rush attacks, stuff like that. And the boss, she had more animations than I think your average Dark Souls boss, or not your average, more animations than almost any Dark Souls boss. Um, yeah, she had a shitload of animations. And so it was, it made her complex. But, you know, obviously. It's just a case of working out how to bait certain animations. That's like the essence of a Dark Souls game is learning the animations. And once you've learned them, you learn how to bait said animations. And once you've learned how to bait them, you learn how to go in and do damage as a result. Okay. And yeah, so I don't know. I I think, yeah, it did that really well. I mean, she, like when she enters the boss room the first time, like you, you enter the room and you're like, "Yep, I'm about to fight a boss." Like this is, it's like when you see fucking waist high walls in a cover base shooter. You're like, "Oh yeah, we're about to fight some shit." Uh, this <laughs> yeah. big cavernous cathedral, and you're like, "Yeah, there's no enemies here. I'm gonna fight a boss." And then she sort of just fucking pours down from the roof, and uh, she's called the dancer of the frigid valley. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> she, uh, she's like she towers. Up. She might be five times taller than your character, and she sort of just sways around to like in time with the music that's building in the background. And when you get to fifty percent, she pulls another sword out, and uh, she gains a bunch of AOE attacks, so that you can't just stand in between her legs and stab her, which is a popular tactic mm-hmm. against giant. Come on, Nathan. Um, and then, uh, yeah, she uh, kills you, I guess, is what happened to me. You died? I died. Was anyone I else died. there? Was Jung there? Uh, Jung wasn't there when I was there. Ooh. No, uh, I apparently just missed. He finished it. Uh, <laughs> Naked. Grizz. Oh, right. Yeah. Who's better at Dark Souls? You or Grizz? He didn't finish it either, so. Ooh. Yeah. I don't think anyone had quite enough time because you don't st- like uh, apparently on the show floor at Gamescom uh, they were putting people at the bonfire directly before the boss oh snap uh, we were another bonfire back 
And so uh, they were sort of pointing, apparently pointing people at the boss or the direction to go for the boss. So nobody would have won. Um, But in the hour and a half allocated to me, I had to find my way to the boss fire. Yeah. There was a dragon. Oh, my God, the dragon. There's a dragon that flies up when you try to go up some stairs. Uh, It's like pure Dark Souls situation. You go to cross a bridge and then a dragon flies up and just burns everything on the bridge to death. Um, And then, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Got a lot of souls out of that. Tried to cross the bridge anyway. It didn't work out well for me. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, a lot of exploration. Um, but a lot of stuff that it just wouldn't let you do anyway because it's a demo and it's locked off. But yeah, uh, I'm yeah pretty enamored. I, I think it's I think they're well on point. Like they've learned a lot of st- stuff from both Bloodborne and Dark Souls that I think they're bringing to the table. There's some other stuff that you just can't tell if they've learned yet, but mm. hopefully they have. Hopefully the Covenant system is better. Hopefully. Uh, new game plus is is worth doing stuff like that yeah but I'm excited I think it looks fucking awesome and then I played uh, then I didn't play what is probably game of the year 2015 I didn't say that I didn't say that either anyway you played <laughs> Battlefront the the devastating runner up for game of the year 2015 no. no goatee goatee all the way my friend you reckon yeah yeah I didn't play with that game that you don't play ah no. true i saw it's baby space shooter mode they announced yes what is that we're talking about mine yes we're yeah. talking about yours right. fighter squadron yes that one i played a bunch of fighter squadron and i also played walker assault mode finally yeah 48 kills 11 deaths thank you very much that is cray cray how much time did you have that was one round the only round i played damn yeah awesome you know me with these games man. that's true that's my jam. Uh, Walker Assault Mode is great, except I didn't get to use vehicles because they kept getting hogged uh, by people who sucked. We lost, incidentally. 48-11 and you lost. Yeah, and I was I was uh, streets ahead. Holy shit. Say, on the scoreboard, too. So, just goes to show it is a still a very much a... Um, team game. <laughs> very much a team game. Wow. I like the, uh, the partner spawn system. Yep. I did not like my partner, but I liked the partner spawn system because <laughs> he was camping at the back and uh. not doing much. I liked that my first instinct led me to the gun that does the most damage and I dominated with it, even nice. though I tried them all out. Uh, yeah, and it's yeah, it's fast. Third person is cool. Yeah. May as well just play in that mode, to be honest. Really? Certainly with fighter squadron mode. Oh, yeah. Forget the... Uh, beautifully rendered interiors guys you will not spend a lot of time in that if you want to win yeah your line of sight is just ruined wrecked yeah and uh it's very very fast now for those of you myself included used to the battlefield system of controlling jets Mm. ditch that shit oh yeah this is not how they control so left stick to control like what speed and what was the other thing it controlled Either the horizontal or the rolling and the other one controlled. They've simplified it. You right. just basically aim where you want to go with the right stick. Okay. They wanted a an instantly accessible system for flight, which right. sounds terrible on paper. It sure does. And when you get close, you hold down the left <laughs> left trigger and you lock on. Okay. Your guns lock on. Okay. Sounds filthy casual space, it right? Does, yes. But 
Uh, somehow it's not. They've done very well with the balance. It, it means that outside of breaking old habits, forgetting the left stick yep. for a minute, um, you just... It's really intuitive. You know how to fly. Um, it's different between Imperials and Rebels. It's not just a reskinning. Okay. Which is great. I was only allowed to fly in a TIE fighter as the Imperials. Unfortunately, ah, okay. I was hanging out for an Interceptor. And the bastards hadn't added the hero power-up to our level. So there was no option to be in Slave 1, which is Boba Fett's ship for those keeping track back home. So we were at the mercy of the enemy team finding the Millennium Falcon. Oh, really? Yeah, so they had their power-up. What? And the cool thing about the power-ups is... Well, first of all, it didn't randomize the location at all because when I played as the Rebels, I just hoard myself onto that. Every time I went down, I came back as the Millennium Falcon. Sick. Fuckers. But they've hidden <laughs> all of the power-ups in on surface level and not just surface level in the little trenches, particularly on this right. map, which means high risk, high reward because especially as a TIE fighter, you are moving really, really fast. Now, the left stick comes into play now because you can pull it back to slow down yep. which is great for getting on people's asses and following people through tight turns and also as i learned later in the game for hitting beeline at the ground and then pulling it in at the last minute and sweeping up awesome it also has this cool mechanic at play where if you pull that back it puts more power into your guns oh oh yeah so I was devastating fools when I learnt that. So full forward for speed and the left bumper, because we were playing on PS4, uh, controls in the TIE Fighter you had a speed boost and the right bumper controls a homing missile, which isn't a one-shot kill, but okay. does devastating damage. Yep. Now the Rebels, their X-Wings L1 is shields up, which is kind of different. And oh, you should not have your shields up. Well, TIE Fighters don't have... Fight. I'm being a Star Wars nerd here. So, TIE Fighters don't have shields. So, they've, yeah. they've stuck true to that. However, I feel that that will be a customization option because I was smashing through ranks and that has no immediate impact on the game in, in terms of that specific map. But And the guy who I was chatting to while playing said that you have to go out and then you can unlock things and come back with those abilities on your ship. You can also unlock different ships. Um which they showed some of in the new trailer. But it's it's weird. It's got 20 players, so 10 on a side, and then they've thrown in 20 AI, which is really frustrating because I seem to come across AI a lot more than players, even though there's player names. So you just ended up jumping targets, and as soon as you found a player name, you just swooped onto them. But uh, they play differently the tie fighter versus the x-wing which was awesome yep. so x-wings are slower so tie fighter use your speed advantage you dive and i would have loved to have gotten points for it but and also they don't have a look back option but i swear when i was being chased once by a an x-wing there was a radar dish with a, a health power up just under it and i did the full loop around it and then suddenly there weren't lasers firing at me anymore oh I swear God. that he smashed into it but I can't that verify fucking and you should get points for that you like, should get to see that oh would have loved to have been able to because I did tried to push a button to like you know click in the sticks to look backwards because that's clearly what they wanted me to do like I had a guy behind me but if someone's on your tail you can't it's not doesn't just descend into what it does kind of in battlefield with lesser experienced jet pilots which is slow right down 
drag the nose around as much as possible when it's two people circling each other's tails, which is boring, especially because the X-Wing and TIE Fighter have different maneuverability, which is yeah. cool. You have the D-pads, uh, three of the D-pad buttons dedicated to kind of like Crimson Sky's basic um, evasive maneuvers. D-pad left, rolls left. D-pad right, rolls right. And D-pad up does an Immelman. That's does right. Does roll. An Immelman, because I'm a flight nerd, which is the half barrel roll, which has you facing the other way. Uh, so if they're too close to your ass, you zip past them while they shoot off the other way. So it's a perfect avoidance thing. But mainly, most of my avoiding was taking them through the canyons. Yeah. And they'd bitch out a lot or crash. I don't know. <laughs> Fly through the asteroid. <laughs> because it's fast. Like, it's really fast. Like, it's jet speed stuff, especially in the TIE Fighters. Um, the fel- the Falcon, oh my god, it's so OP. Yeah. It is ridiculously OP. So, it has a speed boost, yeah. like a TIE Fighter. It has shields up, like an X-Wing. It has extra health, like a whatever, and uh, the lock-on rockets. But it also has, it fires from its top and bottom cannons, which means... If you're a cheeky bastard like me and you realize that you can still track them for a second after they fly past you, you just hold down on fire and you're getting kills as they fly over the top of you. <laughs> oh my God. I got a disproportionate amount of kills in that thing. Yeah. Nice. So much fun. But the problem with third person was the angle is in such a way that it looks great. Like it's perfect for line of sight out in front, but it's not good for judging distance from the ground. So I pancake. Like, the biggest threat in the Falcon was me. <laughs> pancaking <laughs> but shitloads shitloads of fun the matches played out in about seven or eight minutes wow yeah, yeah. that's cool that's like I, I thought that the falcon was going to be or the boba fett ship whatever they kind of have like these special ships i thought they were going to be like perks or like you've gotten five kills in a row now like you call a duty type system. no they they want all of those sorts of hero characters and ships to be accessible to anyone but it just means people are going to be camping these points now like yeah i do hope they randomize it i'm sure they will but it's got an icon like each one has a specific icon and i learned that it was like kind of like the lightsaber in a circle icon was the hero ship and it was beneath a low bridge so once you were confident, it was easy. It was just yeah. to snap through. Um, I mean, how does it ch- like? How do you get the new ship? What happens? It you just kind of it takes you back and you spawn. Oh, okay. And you so fly it goes in. out of view and then yeah, okay. yeah. You don't immediately turn into it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and and the cool thing is because you're the hero ship, everyone wants to shoot you down. So I had no shortage of targets, and it was this whole thing of because I don't think everyone understood the pull back on the d-pad not just for maneuverability but for extra gunpower yeah. and extra gunpower on a ship that has extra gunpower means kills in a second and a half basically <laughs> of firing especially with auto auto aiming yeah. there was no need to go to first person in fact i don't even know what the falcon's cockpit looks like i can't believe you didn't at least yeah i know i'm like i'm just realizing now that i know what the tie fighter and the x-wing looks like but i was just oh my God. i just wanted to see how far ahead i could get over everyone yeah and it was really far <laughs> but I, I really look forward to playing that on PC with a bunch of guys who are, you know, veteran pilots. Because for me, I avoided the jets yep. in Battlefield 4 because you know that that's the domain of a good pilot. I would go on helicopters, but jets, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. A good jet is the guy who takes out the enemy attack chopper when it's at its best, who does strafing runs, um, and I don't want to ruin my team's chances of having mm-hmm. a decent angel on our shoulder, for lack of a better term. Um, 
but this like whole mode obviously dedicated to that plus walker assault mode you can get little pickups to go into tie fighters and whatnot right which would have been cool because i saw people doing strafing runs mostly friendly fire people don't know who's on what team and, and in a game like a star wars game yeah when we're on a snow map and the bad guys are all dressed in white armor and the rebels are dressed in shitty rags it's like come on guy <laughs> how can you not tell us apart yeah um speaking of walker assault were there heroes in that no not that i saw bummer yeah that's a that's a good point i did not see a luke skywalker i did not see a darth vader Damn. there was tie fighters there was atsts there was people controlling the ATATs. yeah you can control the turrets if you're the rebels okay which was cool and such an easy kill when you got behind enemy lines that jetpack is so fucking cool uh either for avoiding fire yep or being super aggressive and like jump dashing so that you know that you're gonna land in a trench and then just going and cleaning house oh my god i can't wait to play the shit out of that game when it comes out oh the missions i played the missions as well boring yeah really yeah they look kind of boring yeah underwhelming and you know cool that they've got it in there but it, it's it's basically like the new campaign yeah thing like you know how battlefield campaigns were just an afterthought it just feels like that and that's okay but, like i'll play them i'll probably only play them once i did not see any incentive for me to go back more than once yeah yeah fair enough cool so that was my yeah game of the show but awesome. i'm a big star wars nerd and i love battlefield so Booyah. that was right on my alley yeah sick uh anything else worth seeing at gamescom did you go out on the show floor or stick to the business center i went to the show floor but it was crazy yep so i didn't i didn't um see anything else i really regretted not being able to see crackdown yeah because people i spoke to saw it raved about it yeah yeah i thought it looked really good the cloud technology that they talk about that during the presentation the cloud technology that they've got but that sounded like just typical horseshit but oh, they got them. They got all the stuff that you can't do anywhere else. Yeah, at 900p, fucking like at a lower resolution than every other fucking platform on the market. You motherfuckers, just stop trying to tout how powerful your system is and move on. Well, the guys who I spoke to who tried it out actually bought into it, and really, because they got to play it. Yeah, so they got to do destruction on a grand scale on a city that was persistent in multiplayer was it in multiplayer this is in multiplayer specifically this destruction thing which is why it's a thing but they they, it's not scripted like a battlefield thing falling down yeah but I was told that um, it's persistent for that session so technically if you leave right yeah that but. makes sense. We were wondering about that on the podcast. Like, now you know. Now, yeah. Well, we're like, how the fuck are you supposed to get up to your like, uh, what are they? Jump skills, the fucking agility. Skills. Oh yeah, yeah. If you if you've blown up the entire fucking. I wonder city. if the thing comes down with it. Yeah, maybe. But you know, Luke actually from IGN was talking about the idea of needing to get across a river and then destroying a building to make a bridge but also bearing in mind that it he had to like cutting down a tree destroyed in such a way that it would fall the way that he wanted it to so sounds super interesting yeah so i'm i'm well on board with this destruction shit i just don't believe like the cloud oh it sounds it sounds weird it sounds super wanky but it also if it's real if it is real 
then that to me presents an opportunity for first-party Xbox One games to return to what they should be. True. Which would be good. I'm very excited about Hello Wars 2. I'm why can't even imagine why they announced yeah. a sequel for that. But oh, what Hello Wars Two? Yeah, Do you, the RTS. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. No, I'm, I'm serious. I I still can't love tell. Ensemble Studios, and I'm really sad that that was their last game. Not because it was terrible, but because it was a console RTS, and they had to design around the limitations of being able to aim. But it was still fundamentally a good game, and I would still play the shit out of it if they port it to PC uh, but the fact that Halo Wars 2 will be on PC as well and uh, as well as Xbox but also created by the Creative Assembly what that's fantastic hmm. and yeah. yes serious okay see so you're being serious you're looking forward to it no I was going to go back to Crackdown I was right it's only multiplayer where the destruction is okay fair enough yeah. so there's no destruction in single player there might be but not not the 100% everything can blow up it's only God. multiplayer because they're using the cloud when it did thing. that you didn't like Red Faction I love Red Faction yeah. yeah when the just like with the hammer yeah. and bringing down a building like just bit by bit I've that's some of the most fun that I've had in a game yeah. genius where why did that die THQ died no no but I mean that idea oh like I think I think someone bought the rights to it did they Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Some Eastern European company. Yeah. Probably but it got shitty it. after the good one, didn't it? Armageddon. Because they tried well, to make no a good. TV show based off of it or something. We met. You weren't there? Sorry. Defiance? I was going for you. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I don't know why Destruction died. I mean, I think maybe ultimately it doesn't convey well, like... It doesn't convey to a positive game experience very well. Like, it is very satisfying, but it's not like you see growth, like, in the gameplay loop as, as a, as a player. Like, you, all you see is, is things being wiped away. I think maybe everyone looked at Minecraft and saw people creating and they thought, oh, well, then we can't do destruction. Oh, I want both. Crafting became the thing. Man, I want what they're doing with Fallout 4 with that level of destructibility. I also houses. hope they won't announce this, but I hope. How good would it be to be able to drop into someone's session, Fallout Four, when they're not playing, and fuck everyone. their shit up? <laughs> yes, man. How good would that be? Coming back to your town and being like, Where's "It just got house? wiped out by this player. Would you like to jump back at him?" Fuck yeah! This I do. is just completely, you know, out of out of the blue. We haven't been talking about it at all, but. Um, Later this year, Metal Gear Solid The Phantom Pain uh, will allow you to create uh, your own mother base. Okay. Uh, and you can staff it with people and you can add new things to it that you get from out of the world and build it all the way up. And then the multiplayer in that game will involve you visiting other people's mother bases and fucking their shit up. Ah, so, okay. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. That sounds like fun. It does sound like fun, doesn't it? It sounds like... Pity I hate Metal Gear games. Yeah, that is a pity. Um, but it'd probably be game of the year, I reckon. Because I'd like to fuck up your base. Yeah. Uh, might convince me to... You'd never fuck up my base. But what platform would you hypothetically be playing on? Uh, PS4. That's not a PC. It's not how you say PC. No, it's, it's not. Because, see, I've already... I'm like 95% done with Ground Zeroes and all this shit that oh, Ground right, Zeroes right. will carry across yeah. the Phantom yeah. By the way, if you are planning on playing the Phantom Pain, uh, make sure you 100% Ground Phantom Zeroes. Phantom Pain! 
Why do you want to? Why do you want to do that? Because uh, all, all the shit that will carry across to uh, only if you already own it. But I'm pretty sure you should own it. I'm, I think it was a PlayStation Plus game. Yep, and Xbox Gold. People have it yeah. now. It's easy. So yeah, make sure you hundred uh, percent that shit. That's on PC too. Don't it? play it on it Xbox. It is on PC. One, but yeah. What? What? Seriously, they would like. Did you guys see the fucking comparison? Yeah, the videos. The yeah, videos and pictures, and I like the one comparing PlayStation through like old gen consoles to the new ones. Yeah, like just com- shit completely changed. How did they? Yeah. Fu- how did they fuck that up? I'm never going to get tired of that question. They dominated the last generation, Microsoft, in my opinion. Yep. They didn't have Blu-ray, so no. they didn't have that going for them, and Blu-ray became the standard, so they backed the wrong horse there. Yep. They had a machine that was technically less powerful, mm. and yet it looked better, it was easy to design for, and they won so much goodwill for that, had a larger install base. Because Microsoft. They- and then they're like, you know what we should do next time around? We should do what Sony did with the fucking PS3 and fuck up this shit so that it takes two years for people to learn how to code on it before we can get up to a 1080p. Yep. I mean, it's funny hearing the id guys, because I was at QuakeCon recently, yeah. um, talking about how Doom is going to be 1080p 60 frames per second cross-platform no matter what. And you just see them die a little when they say that, because you're like, you know it's going to look like garbage on Xbox One compared to PS4. Yeah. And that's like that makes them look bad because I think it absolutely needs to be at 60 frames per second, no questions asked. Yeah, totally. I don't know if it absolutely has to be at 1080p, but then that's not their problem that Microsoft released a turd. Yeah, a subpar platform. Can they fix it? I'm wondering if DX12 will fix it. It might. Because DX12 is an infinitely superior API. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it can take advantage of it. We'll see. I yeah. hope it does. Uh, yeah. I hope that's the little key that they've been waiting for and they can go, ha ha. It might be. That Fingers crossed. Be, Cloud be computing. You, you play it online and the game looks better. <laughs> but that, like, that is, if that's real, okay, that's so inefficient. Imagine that. I own an Xbox One and it's firing up three cloud servers just to power my game at the resolution that it should have been able to power natively because that box is like 15 times larger than the PS4 with an external power adapter and yet somehow it's inferior. Yeah. Get fucked. Functionally though, they're they're like the interiors are practically the same. Oh really? Yeah. So it is literally a case. I'm pretty sure cloud computing shit is exactly what has fucked the Xbox. Like their insistence on including it in first generation uh, games uh, for the platform uh, and and creating the architecture where like the OS is constantly running. Yeah. Well, that was oh, the thing. They, they put too much focus on, we're going to have Connect, mm-hmm. cloud computing, everything's going to be TV like... And Sony was like, well, well I was going to play games. I was, I was going to play games. Yeah. Um, so, there was more memory dedicated to like, you got to have Kinect running. Yeah. The OS will be in the background. It's going to have all this other thing. Yeah. like I'm pretty sure a, a full gig is dedicated to running the OS in well, the background. Well, they changed at it at some stage. Did they? They've made it, I believe they've made it now so that developers can choose to disable the CPU dedicated to Kinect. Yeah. And, and it'll just, it won't work. Yeah. Well. But yeah, that's a bit of a fail. I'm wondering if streaming can help save that for a vice versa situation where the UI is somehow feeding off Windows 10. 
Right. Yep. And uh, it's literally streaming the UI from your computer and thus freeing up room. I mean, that's a hell of a workaround. It's a fucking pain in the ass. That is a nightmare. And I tried the streaming. Has anyone tried Windows 10 Xbox streaming wireless? Yeah, forget about it. (laughs) Doesn't work. It was garbage. And and bear in mind that it's supposed to dynamically downgrade the quality to maintain the responsiveness. Okay. I tried to play Halo Master Chief Edition. Yeah. Unplayable wireless. Uh, Ethernet was okay. Unplayable just by default, by the nature of the game itself. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) The responsiveness, Joby. Come on. Um, But Ethernet was okay, but the quality was not there. Now, I was pushed into a uh, Windows 10 and Xbox gaming at mo- at Gamescom for no reason because I already know it because I'm a Windows 10 preview insider person. What? What? Like anybody could be. <laughs> anyway, so I did that because, you know, I'm interested in upcoming OSs. Yep. Um, and they said, because I was under the impression that they were only streaming at 720p at this stage with the goal of reaching 1080p, but it bloody hell look like 1080p and i said what are you streaming this at right now and they said 1080p I'm like okay so whether that was a preview thing yeah hmm. but they said you can go into the settings and actually change the quality to match the connection oh okay so it'll do it automatically to a point but you can also force it right but i've got like my desktop which is a beast and yep. my xbox one are connected to a gigabit switch yeah before it even hits the router for internet so this should all just be gigabit local traffic yeah. so it should be nothing yeah should, like, well, no like the responsiveness was fine but the the visuals i was like this looks like 480p or something like this <laughs> is, yeah, okay fair enough this is, is it streaming off twitch on my fucking then <laughs> the problem also might be will it then be upscaling like if it's got a 900p game yeah and you're playing it at 1080p yeah wouldn't that look like weird garbage on a pc screen uh yeah. it might it, it is upscaling <laughs> sorry <laughs> just got possessed by Donald Duck for a second. I did, yeah. Um, no, it will. It will look weird, um, and and that's how they operate. That's how they operate all the 900p games. They upscale them to 1080p by default. Yeah, I rook. I rookie mistaked recently with my laptop. Uh, I had the uh, Windows 10 preview program on there. Yep. And I was like, this is bullshit because I was getting some weird crashes and I'm like, I haven't formatted this thing in a while. I'm going to format. I'm mm. going to download the media installation. I used Magic Jelly Bean Key Finder to find my Windows 10 CD key. Of course. Fresh install. CD key is not valid. Oh my gosh. So I basically now have to reinstall Windows 7. Mm-hmm to do the upgrade and then through this weird sort of backdoor process uh, delete everything through the Windows 10 operating yes. system to do a clean install that what is a fucking weird. joke yeah but that's that's the price you pay for having a free copy I guess but I was also under the impression like what they talked about prior to the release of Windows 10 that they were locking the Windows 10 to your computer Right. So that's why there was all these questions about what do you mean my computer? What if I upgrade my hard drive? What if I upgrade too many components? They seemed to think that that was fine. Mm. So I was under the impression that, well, even if it doesn't work, I can just hit activate and it'll go, oh, yeah, we see that you were. So now that Windows 10 Pro copy that I had, it's gone, I'm assuming. That sucks. Oh, actually, no, because I've got Windows 7 Pro on that machine. But it means I've got to download Windows 7, reinstall it, and then, oh, what a what a complete fuck around, right? Are you on Windows 10 yet? Yeah, everything's working. So, but you just did the upgrade. I'm assuming. Yeah, 
it went straight across like I had no issues. No, and that, look, that worked fine. My desktop is on the upgrade, but you might know, you might not know that there's probably 20 or 30 gigabytes of wasted hard drive space with temporary installation I files, deleted it, yeah. But also Windows old. Yeah. But I also like a clean installation. Yeah. That's not to say that I'm experiencing any problems on my desktop because I'm not. Yeah. But the laptop... Again, I think it had been two, maybe three years since I'd formatted. I'm like, that's too long. Mm. That's probably why I'm getting these random freezes, like literally random freezes. There was no rhyme or reason to them. Yeah. So, I've gone to reinstall and then I found out that I've somehow done the wrong thing. Mm. But whatever, lesson learned. It's yeah. all right. I'll be charging clients to do their upgrades. So, I guess it's better that I learn it this way. I went from eight or 8.1 or eight, whatever you want to call it. I, I didn't have any problems that. on that. But I, I'm getting like whenever I go to restart my my computer now I keep going to the top right and swiping down. Oh like, Where God. the fuck is the? Oh wait, it's back down here now. What a great habit to break, though, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, yeah I, I didn't have to break that habit because I. I'm actually I'm having for fucking on, years. on ten. I'm having problems with the search. I can't get anything searched sometimes. Like nothing. Yeah, that out. happens for me too. Uh, so, I do have some yeah weird. Do you guys problems. have the normal edition, right? Not pro. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm on pro. Pro has Cortana. Have you messed around with her? Do you talk to her? I'm not sure. She's just supposed to be like Siri, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. I only I know, know because when I, when I, again, when you do a clean install, it actually, while it's installing, starts talking you through new features. It allowed me, somehow it thinks it's more secure, to put a pin for my login instead of a password which I didn't get the option of when I was just doing an upgrade. I got something like that, but I just use my like Windows accounts or whatever it is. That's what I have. Yeah. Like I have my email login and my password. That what's that's what gets me onto my desktop. What's your password? Your mama. <laughs> but the laptop, it was like, "Hey, do you want to put in a pin instead?" I'm like, "Well, that's quicker and easier." Yes. Yeah. So now it has a pin, but again, you can't need activate. A, like a, a camera on there and then it could do like a retina scan. Totes. But you can do that. I've got a, you know, this is the thumb, yeah. thumb things or face. They do face, don't they? Not retina. Yeah, it's face, yeah. I don't know. Is that actually more secure? I don't think Probably so. not. It's like someone can you put a face. picture up. I have a just- twin. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> All right. That wouldn't work. Well, that was my Windows 10 rant over. Good yeah. stuff. I was sure. hoping we could finish on a high note, but thanks for dragging it all down with you. Oh, we can finish on a high note. What do you got? Uh, Joe checked out some esports on the weekend. Oh, yeah, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> did did some I forget interviews? this? <laughs> I don't know. How did you forget this? So, <laughs> I went and checked out the League of Legends OPL finals. Yes. Uh, on the weekend. Um, this was being held at Luna Park. And nice. uh, you could tell... Like the so I caught the train to Milson's point, and so I could tell some shit was going down at Luna Park the moment I stepped off the train. Uh, someone offered you some Saturday. death sticks. What? Someone offered you some death, death sticks. Don't, don't do prequel references um, here, man. <laughs> <laughs> shit. And, uh, you want some death sticks? <laughs> he did it. He did it when he was on the fucking. The call the what that buzz did on buzzer, the yeah. He, he said hello, and I said, "You want to buy some death sticks?" Why was that the go-to I quote? You no need idea. help, man. I don't know. Should have been funny. fucking negative. I'm meat popsicle or something. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, you could tell you could tell League of Legends shit was happening because yeah, there were about I don't know a hundred kids getting off at Milson's Point, and I'm talking kids like they were all they were all under twenty. 
Well, I've never felt like the oldest motherfucker in an area before until Saturday when I get off this fucking, yeah, I'm wearing a college shirt because I was planning on going out afterwards and... Total old man. Yeah, and... You have, uh, like, lollies in your pocket. I had all these, yeah, these <laughs> lollies you in You want to buy some death sticks? Fuck! Yeah! Stop it! Um, and, uh... Yeah, and, no, I'm just walking down, and then, yeah, there's all these, like, kids in Mommy, that's not a death stick! <laughs> in cosplay... So he hasn't been drinking, has he? I don't think so. Right. Um, High yeah. in life. Yeah, these kids in cosplay and shit. And yeah, oh my God. I was. It was pretty intimidating almost immediately because <laughs> these people are fucking nuts about League of Legends. Like, they are nuts about it. Like, crazy. And they know, like, everything about it. And. I don't know. I just... I don't know. That shit's weird to me sometimes. Like, I understand it when it's for a good game. Oh! <laughs> but... No. Um, so, for reals, it was actually... It was it was intimidating to start off with. And then you went in. And uh, it was actually pretty endearing. Like, people... Like, there were actual children present. What? Staring at me like a creeper. No, I'm looking at the behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. through my head. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So there's there was actual children there. Like they they dragged their parents along to go to Luna Park to check out League of Legends and shit like that. And um, yes, there was like they had all the rides, but they'd sort of themed them for League of Legends type shit. Mm. I didn't really get any of the references though. It was all a bit beyond me. Oh, I did. Um, was it what the fun house is all decked out in? Yeah, sort of, I guess. Stuff. Uh, something. And uh, and way down the back, they had the community area where you could play League of Legends themed games. And that is actually where I spent 90% of my uh, time. They've got a, a, a like a Hearthstone uh, League of Legends game or something. No, no. So, it was, so I was there to do three interviews. Hmm. Uh, 15 minutes max each. Uh, I got wrapped up on at 10 minutes for all of them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, those that ended at two and the finals began at five. Okay. So three hours for drinking. Three hours for drinking or what I instead decided to do hmm. was I found a seat near one of the games. Yep. And I just watched uh, people play that the entire time. All right. Because there were, I think there were four games. Four games. One of them was bowling. uh, And it was literally just like, yeah, 10-pin bowling, but small. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you knocked over the pins, then you got like a wristband or something, a League of Legends wristband. One of them was handball, you know, four-square handball. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, literally. It's a physical so, game? Yep. Fuck yeah, we'll just play that the whole day. Uh, well, no, it seemed like you needed a team of four. And Why? I, I didn't want to just- You play single in handball. I didn't want to dominate teams. a bunch of kids at handball. Um, Smash them. One of them was the archery with, like, nerch, <laughs> nerf, uh, nerf arch, like, nerf bows. Okay. And the fourth game, the one I sat and watched the entire time, was uh, they had this, like, piece of board and it had some circles cut in it 
Okay. And you had to uh, chest pass a basketball through the holes in the wall. Uh, okay. And uh, you had to get two balls through the holes. Mm-hmm. And if you did that, then you'd get a lanyard or something. It was all part of this scavenger hunt that they had. And so everyone was lining up to do all of these things so they could get all the stuff and win the scavenger hunt because apparently they were giving away an Xbox or some shit. Ah. And uh, for their PC game. I don't, maybe it wasn't an Xbox. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so uh, so watching them, watching these kids chess pass at. Um, and it wasn't like like it was a carnival theme, yeah. But it, they weren't carny sized holes. You could definitely get a ball through the hole in the wall, <laughs> right? Um, they weren't ripping people off. No, okay. But I watched. I would say one out of every ten p- people who went up to fucking pass a ball through a hole. One out of every ten of them took three attempts to get two balls through these giant holes Hmm. I'd say probably every single other person took 10 plus attempts and it was just magical to watch like 10 plus is the minimum of what they're attempting at at most occasions it was just fucking they ping it at the thing and it'd bounce back and they'd ping it at the fucking wall and it'd bounce back and they'd just keep doing it. And I just, I was just mesmerized. It was just fant- like fantastic viewing. Why didn't you film it? Uh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got hours of this. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can't remember. I think I filmed over or accidentally deleted one. No. But this guy, yeah, this guy. What are you doing? Oh, I filmed it in... In portrait. Oh, my God. Don't put that on the internet. You get scum. flamed. But yes, so... So, it, it basically, the you know, there are certain stereotypes about gamers that are true, and you don't get gamers to do physical coordination and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. And IRL. just wasn't capable. It was just beyond him. It's not far. It's not. It wasn't. It was about five meters. Maybe not even five meters. Uh, the, the How big is the ball? Holes in the wall are huge. And uh, holy shit! <laughs> and yeah, he's. I mean, he's so far off. It's just. No, he got that one close. It was quite close. That was uh. Was yeah, so close. Hey, same uh, spot as before. But look at it. Look at his tenacity. And the best part is, yeah. See, there's there's pretty oh. ladies standing around. How much would you love their job of collecting the balls that this guy's failing with? <laughs> Laughing. Oh wow! And uh, just you know, they just really enjoyed. He did it. He, he did it. Yay. And he only actually got one ball through, but they gave him the lanyard anyway because they couldn't bear to watch so, him like, fucking do it for another out. fucking four minutes. <laughs> we can't do this forever. There's a <laughs> line. A line. There, yeah. is, there is a so, giant line. Uh, yeah. Get some fucking dexterity. Here you go. Here's your participation award. Um, anyway, so I actually watched that for about an hour and a half, and that was pretty much the highlight of my day. Uh, and then... We went in to watch the OPL finals, and like I so I interviewed players from both teams. I interviewed um, the esports manager for uh, oh, Riot awesome. in Oceania, and uh, like I, I actually really do appreciate the amount of effort that these guys put into like what they do. I, I yeah. think it's really admirable. Like I've always appreciated esports 
athletes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, these guys aren't any different. Like you could, but you, the moment I interviewed, I finished interviewing both teams. I knew which team was going to win. And did they win? And they did. How yes. did you know? Uh, because so I talked to Ray Deer, who was the MVP for uh, for the Chiefs, uh, MVP for the entire season. But uh, yeah, also the best player on the Chiefs. And I interviewed Choo Choo's, who was the best player on Legacy. Uh, he was their mid, and uh, the difference in professionalism between the two was just spectacular, like just fucking eye-opening. It was really something because, uh, yeah, Choo Choo's was like, I walked into the team room and Choo Choo's and the rest of his team, they're all sitting on the couch having a laugh, having some like fun and joking around and all this kind of shit. And uh, when I went to interview Ray Deer, they wouldn't even let me into the team room. Because they were doing push-ups. Probably, uh, and he Bad came camera. out. He sat on a sat on a chair, sat in front of the camera, and every single answer was very serious and very, you know, measured. And he took it very fucking seriously. It's a game about it team a job. and sports. Uh, we're here to win. Yeah, put in one hundred ten percent. No, but he it, like he still had some like personality to him. It just like the but the difference was just. Yeah, fucking mind So the blowing. casuals won, right? Like the guys who were chilling, they were the winners? Definitely <laughs> not. Not. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Did they get annihilated? 3-1. Three, three, one. One. Three, one. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Uh, and then, yeah, so I went to watch the actual finals themselves, and uh, my seat sucked, and I left after the third game. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. The production <laughs> values were... Good. Pretty good. Yeah. Mostly good. Uh, once again, I mean, I know I get into arguments about this all the time, but uh, the commentators <laughs> did literally nothing to help a uh, newcomer understand what the fuck was going on on the screen. Do you think there were many newcomers there? Uh, well, I don't know. I was sitting next to three of them. Channel 7 was uh, gave it some coverage. I saw, yeah. <laughs> Quality stuff. They, they knew exactly what they were talking Four about. Four times bigger than the Super Bowl. Was it? No. Oh. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Um, oh, no. They were talking about, like, the championships. That still won't be four times bigger than the Super Bowl. I think it is. No. What's Super Bowl? Like, 110 million or some bullshit? <laughs> uh, what, some insignificant number? Your pitch is half a billion people are going to watch the World Championships of League of Legends. I think so. That's about right. The, the grand final game. Maybe. No. I don't know. I don't do this shit. How many people watch the finals of Dota 2? I don't know. I don't, I don't think we'll find out till later. Half a billion? Maybe. Do you think half a billion people watch? No, I don't I don't think so. Do half a billion people watch Super Bowl? We just went over this. 110 <laughs> Where million. are you pulling these numbers from? You pulled out 110 million. No, yeah, no, that's right. I don't know what. I'm just making numbers up. Isn't that what we do? I don't know. I'm using your fucking example, Luke. Super Bowl wiki. I'll find out for you. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> You do care. We already went over this. The numbers of the NBA finals dwarfed the numbers of the fucking Dota 2. So No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. What so, were the NBA finals? Uh, I don't know. A bunch. A whole bunch. 110 million. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same as the Super Bowl, I hear. It is. It was it's actually, only, yeah, it was actually exactly the same. It's only the, a quarter of the size of League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, uh, yeah. So the commentators did literally nothing to, I don't know, inform me as to what the fuck was going on. Uh, they were more busy making in jokes that only people who watch them on the regular would fucking get. I hate in jokes more than anything. Uh, me too. I hate them. I think 110 million people hate in jokes. <laughs> <laughs> in joke. We've set up the joke. Ah, that's true. If you make that joke ten weeks from now, uh, what? 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 Yeah. Okay. Fair, fair call. Uh, um. Anyway, so uh, yeah, no. I, so that shit pisses me off. I mean, I I still firmly believe that commenta- it is up to commentators for esports to grow esports audiences. Yeah, especially when it's got a mainstream platform. Exactly. Was it being televised anywhere? No. Foxtel. Um. No. 120 million for Super Bowl. Okay, so hey. I was pretty close. What about you were lol or whatever? Half a billion is your pitch. I didn't say that. What's the player base? Uh, I don't know. It was your pitch, Luke. I said four times the Super Bowl. And you said yes. And you said yes. So that's 480 million. So yes. Thank you. I think. Yeah. It uh, is. Sweet. Woo. So in your fucking face, half a billion. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think until, com- until actually, I think it's not the commentator's responsibility. I think it is the responsibility of the producer of the event to tell the commentators to stop being dickwads and saying whatever the fuck they want and focus on it explaining what is happening yeah. for people who don't understand. I think the guys who <laughs> go back to Evolve, when Evolve was being shown off at the E3 before it released, they got a couple of casters up and yep. they did a good job of casting in an energetic way, but also filtering through explanations for what was going on. According to this, 288 million unique views. Ooh. Daily. Daily. No way. Oh, 110, 120 million is domestic American. Was it? I don't know. I thought it was worldwide. I don't fucking know, man. I'm not, I'm not throwing these numbers around. It's right. Us right where they get Channel 7. Channel yeah, 7 us did. Channel 7. Yeah. Um, Wait, did Riot say that? Yeah, these Four are right. I assume numbers. Channel 7 got their numbers from Riot. It's like, what? Yeah. Uh, but Wouldn't anyway. they have to fact check that to say We're close Wait. to those numbers as well on here. On the on the gap, yeah, that's true. We are pretty popular. Really, <laughs> you guys need to pay me to appear. <laughs> we don't actually make any money. Um, we're a non-profit. Oh organization. right. Well, what, what are Sorry, you into? I said that wrong. We're a no-profit organization. <laughs> With 110 million viewers. No, 288. Fucking. Oh, sorry. Focus up. Filthy okay? casual. Just 288. Because we're broadcasting in Chinese. <laughs> with subtitles it's gibberish you put the subtitles in right <laughs> I do I actually Whoops. do but um yeah anyway so uh <laughs> so as I was saying yes it's uh it's on the commentators to make the games accessible he's bringing this up because he got smashed by like eight people on the weekends what did you get smashed by <laughs> so on, on twitter right so I brought this up on twitter I said Every t- every stream should be a noob stream, and basically, Ooh. literally everyone who's pl- played like four thousand hours of Dota was like, "No, it isn't. Oh, it shouldn't be like that. Oh, they should pan it to me, the fucking lunatics who played too much Dota." Was was Luke one of them? <laughs> yes, Luke was definitely one of them. How many hours, Luke? Uh, I don't know. It's getting close to three thousand. 
what is that in normal people's time? Uh, it's like a, it's a lot of days. It's like seventy days or some bullshit. So you're into months now. Yeah. No. Three thousand hours. Hmm. It's more than a hundred days. Okay. How bad are you? Divided <laughs> by twenty-four. <laughs> damn it. Matter you? I know. I, well, I'm not <laughs> at three thousand yet. I said I'm getting close. I'm at like twenty seven hundred. Oh. oh well, no, yeah, no, that is less than divided by twenty four. So one hundred and twelve. One hundred and twelve <laughs> days. <laughs> Even at twenty four hundred, that's a hundred. Jesus Christ. days, dude. <laughs> that's what I said. Uh, what you said seventy? You said yeah seventy. But days. a lot of that's sitting there waiting for games. It's not actually playing. Oh well, that makes it. So oh, you yeah, you're not deal. obsessed at all. Oh, yeah. Probably only twenty minutes yeah, you played yeah. total, at least. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, they all tarted out, and sorry, I shouldn't have said. They, you know, <laughs> spazzed out, and uh, <laughs> it wasn't all of them. Lost their minds. No, nobody had my back in this, and it's just ridiculous. No, I don't Twitter man. Right? Okay. No, I disagree with you. <laughs> Actually, because we, we were talking about we're supposed to be doing a um, we're doing a, a Dota podcast at some stage. Yes. And I messaged some of the people that we're trying to get on, and they wrote back and said, "Only if we can gang up on Joe." <laughs> well, that happens anyway, doesn't it? So there's that people that weren't happens. even in that conversation that are like, "Fuck that guy." I, I don't think all casting should be that. I think anything that comes close to big numbers and mainstream should absolutely be that. Oh, yeah, no. What I mean is, yeah, the generic, the default oh, well, stream should be the But that's not what you stream. said. Is that- It is what I said you, on Twitter. Right, you said the default. Yeah. You, oh, well, then that's fine. Yeah. Because the way you pitched it then, it was like, every cast should right. be no, for yeah. noobs. I'm like, but no. there's hundreds of millions of people who play who probably understand yeah. the vernacular, and that's a big market. But, yeah. like, we were watching Dota on Sunday, mm. um- and after about an hour of Job messaging me, being like, what does this mean? And what does that mean? I was like, are you watching the noob stream, Job? He's like, no, I'm watching the normal one. And I was like, you can come <laughs> over here if you want. You're like, I'm not a noob. <laughs> yeah. But you are when it comes no. to this. I don't feel like I should be watching the noob stream. <laughs> I should be watching the default stream for my continued research into how fucking bad they are at casting this shit. Well, yeah, unless you're judging the normal stream on how well they do noob stuff, which wouldn't be fair. What? You've got to go to the noob, noob screen stream noob to find screen. out... Yeah, noob screen. Noob stream to find out whether they're saying the right shit for accessibility reasons, right? That's later. First, I've got to see how they cast the finals. <laughs> to and see if it's even remotely accessible, considering it will be their most watched event. Right. Where's the finals? Uh, it was held in Seattle. Oh, uh, for Dota. Oh, for Dota, right. Yeah. For, for LOL. Oh, no. Aren't these teams going somewhere else? Yeah, LOL, LOL's in Europe or something. Are they going to get obliterated in the first round? So, it's the same team that won the last split as well, and that went on to do, like, the next leg the of the Turkish tournament. Turkish leg. What yeah. country kicks ass at Dota? Is it, like, you know, StarCraft, wait, wait, Korea? I'm, I'm Dota, Dota or League? Dota or League. Oh, whatever. Something. League is, like, America... Uh, Korea? Is it Korea? I think so. I oh, really? So Europe and like well. China or something like that. Like yeah. the three, they're the three big ones. And they're kind of bringing China. all these smaller countries that it's new to, like Brazil, Australia, um, Turkey's in there, just mm. all these smaller things. Like that's like the leg they'll be, they'll be playing in to try and get to the next bit. Yeah. So, yeah. They came fifth last time they went there. <clears throat> Overall? 
in the in that in like the, uh, the lower yeah. out of how many five uh, I think it was like eight. eight. Yeah, that's all right. It's better than last. It's better than eight. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but, but yeah, the problem with us here, we're so isolated. We got no one to play against. Yeah. I asked them how they thought they'd go, and they said not well. <laughs> Both teams said not well. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the other thing is like in America or China or um, a few countries in Europe, like the options are completely different. Like they earn enough prize money that they can they don't have to work on the side or anything yeah like they that. dedicate like eight hours a day exactly yeah that's the training and also there's like i imagine there's mini competitions yeah oh yeah 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 exactly all the time that, that just don't exist over here yeah that attract like because the more people attract yep. sort of talent that you need to be better and you know the network infrastructure is at a point where they can also stream and earn donations off streaming and all that kind of shit yeah make their money off that. my best mate moved to tasmania i hate him why and NBN, I got NBN right here. Yeah, but like it's so scattered. I think all Tasmania is hooked up. Oh. Pretty sure it is. It's because there's like twenty feet. They just fucking throw it's a line. Yeah. But what's he got? TPG fifty down, twenty up. Yep. Uh, Ninety bucks with a phone line modem. Because you have to have the phone. No, like with like you can actually. Yeah, it's not optional. Wasn't it? Oh, for NBN, of course, because it's like digital now, isn't it? Um. So yeah, they make you have the phone. That's on right. TPG, yeah. Which is stupid. But anyway, um, so you watched, we watched a bit of Dota. Yeah. How would you compare that to what you saw on Saturday night or like the experience? Yeah. Well, I think like, I don't know if maybe I have already become accustomed to Dota, but I found Dota so much more watchable. Um, it helped to have a lunatic sitting next to me who was able to like clarify anything yeah. but even like without it Dota has like this visually uh, like this this manner of transmitting knowledge visually that, that League of Legends just doesn't have like uh, things happen in, in Dota and you're able to differentiate them very easily like when like yeah, when someone casts a spell, you can usually tell what fucking spell that is. Like, a big fucking ball comes across the screen and freezes everyone. So, shit looks shit. different. Yeah. It doesn't just what? look like a whole bunch of color. Yeah, and that's yeah. the problem with League of Legends is... is Well, that's the problem I had with League of Legends was that, yeah, everything's sort of, like, looked like a, an explosion of color. And you're like, well, I can sort of tell... I can see the fucking health bars, you know? And that's about it. I can see vaguely who's winning, but... The other thing was, I don't think that they're, I don't think that their HUD, their display HUD, uh, was particularly helpful in uh, League of Legends because it was like you couldn't you couldn't tell a lot of like unless you knew what an ultimate looked like, and that was half the problem was that a lot of the ultimates seemed to look just like big explosions of color. Hmm. Uh, you can tell which heroes were on cooldown or anything like that, or who had what up. And you like it took you a second to work out. Uh, you could see like such and such pwned whatever, like you know, Choo Choo's killed Radier or whatever. But you couldn't like you couldn't keep track of who was left in a team fight necessarily because you had to search around the screen for the you know the details, the fucking oh, right. timers and shit. It's a bit shit. They've got enough money to make it better, don't they? They do. Um, I like once you. I think that specifically is a case of me just being too new 
Oh, and being maybe too far away from the screen. That yeah, and that too, because yeah, shit was very fucking small. Like even during the drafting, I was sitting next to Zareen and uh, Jaden. Yeah, uh, and Jaden knows lead characters, and there were some that he just couldn't make. Because yeah, the text is really small. It's like they banned this character, but it's a little box. Yeah, it's quite hard to see. I, I find the same thing with um with when they're showing the item progression on the characters because it's down the bottom. Yeah, and it's just like ten heroes, and each hero's got six slots or whatever, and it's just these really small icons of like what they're building, and I'm just like, there just looks like boxes of color. I don't know what they're building. A cut. That might be a sword. Could yeah. be a fucking wand. I can't really tell. But that, I mean, <laughs> and I had like, I don't know the items anyway, but at least I could maybe tell like that is some sort of shield or something. Yeah. But otherwise it just looks like color. And I, I've had the same problem with League before. I've told you where everything just looks like colors of explosions and auras, mm-hmm. like weird spinning circles around people. Like I don't understand what, what is going on and I explained this the other night like when we play um, Heroes of the Storm like when a character like I don't know much about that but when a character does a spell I know like alright that guy um, casts a wall of zombies and I can see they're zombies and it's not letting people around them yep. like it looks like a wall of zombies immediate visual you, you know exactly yeah. what that is um, or if you know Diablo does this fucking stun attack and a bunch of spikes come up under the ground and it hits someone like alright I, I can understand what that is but in League it's just like this ball of something quickly shoots out and hits someone and I have no idea what that did yeah because um, it, it didn't look like it stunned them it just looked like it hit them yeah there's there's very little coincidence I think like was he that- just shooting them was that his attack animation or was that it didn't look like it my favorite <laughs> team fights involved there was like a character that had the guy uh, that could eat people um that's the only thing i could tell was some dude kept eating some people one of their supports uh one of the supports on legacy's team claire had this fucking i think it was claire had this wall hmm. that he could put up and he could just soak up shitloads of damage and whenever <laughs> like you whenever that Got, came out I don't know, like Claire was obviously a, a very good player but also whenever it, it got popped it seemed to happen in a way where I was very able like capable of di- differentiating who was like where and what was going on on the screen and it's because it was such a like visually iconic and representative move and I mean yeah the fact that just not that many Move, like spells in the game had that quality I think made it harder to keep track of but I, I don't know I think I don't think that would be such a large problem if the commentators were capable of calling shit better I think League has an advantage because the teams are just blue and red but fuck I'm sure the the commentators like referred them as a, I don't know like four different names Legacy, yeah, that, that's bad red I'm pretty sure dire I don't know maybe dire uh, could be or, or bottom like yeah just fucking insanity like that's just fucking that doesn't help consistent language is what needs to yeah agreed yeah. and if they're getting paid to do that they should be better at it yeah but I like once again I think it, it's on producers to make them fucking hey correct yourself and say team red 
or something like that. Like someone needs to be in their ear to tell them to make sure that they're doing shit properly. Because yeah, commentators don't do this like shit alone. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And having that feedback is good. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, rad, rad news. We can just muse. Let's do some news. Yes. Um, Crackdown 3 will have destructible environments. We talked about that. Uh, Quantum Breaks coming out in April 2016. Okay. <laughs> it has Sean Ashmore, Aiden Gillian, and Courtney Hope? Question mark. So they, they were like, they did this trailer and it was like, Sean Ashmore. And then like, all these names and that was like, Courtney Hope. And I was like, I don't know. Who, I looked her up and she's been in nothing, so... That was quite funny. Uh, Mafia 3 trailer, right? Yeah. Good, <laughs> this is huh? great. Right? You so fucked us completely with this. Let's get the Gamescom really guy killer. on the show and yeah. let's just have Gamescom news. Well done. Oh, wait. I got something. This one's my best one. Peter Dinklage has been recast in Destiny. Oh, that's pretty good. Huh? Oh, that's so exciting. He's been replaced by Nolan North. I know. So yep. they're removing all of his uh, voice acting, even from the previous games, and replacing him with Nolan North. Yeah. Because his voice acting was fucking woeful. But, I mean, it sort of kept in tone with the game. Did it? Because the game was fucking awful. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, his character, oh, uh, because, which I thought was supposed to have some sort of semblance of personality from certain one-liner quips that fell flat because of Dinklage's delivery. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, no. <laughs> Whereas I think Nolan North will be able to smash those out of the park. True. Um... But yeah, yeah, the game, like that video said today, it's a 6 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so is. I was tempted. People keep tempting me to get back into it. No. I don't. Back into Destiny. Yeah. Maybe Why? Destiny 2. Um, When's that out? Have they said yet? No, they haven't. But there's also no light system. Or, uh, yeah, they're, they're redoing the light yeah, system re- or something. Redoing how they- oh, no. They're yeah. doing what they should have done from the beginning. Yep. That video. You should post that video. Huh? Uh, Just right. keep posting it every day. No, there's, there's really good analysis of the problems with Destiny and how it's been basically a really long beta test. Yeah. Except they got people to pay for the beta test. Yeah. Because they're basically fixing everything that fucking well not everything but most of the things that suck mm. and putting in more content and the balancing stuff they should have done and they're basically shitting all over their early adopters too yeah they are. or the ones that are still playing yeah Grizz sorry Grizz Grizz get a group Jay Jay who's God oh yeah is he still playing it oh yeah, yeah he loves it that's why he doesn't come anymore that's it doesn't shit go down on Tuesday? every night's destiny night Huh? Don't the servers go down? Oh no, it resets on a Tuesday, doesn't it? No, oh, it doesn't matter. He's on there. He just waits. He, yeah. It's like a hawk. He just waits. Yeah. Refresh, refresh. Is that all the news? Uh, the the other one I had was uh, World of Warcraft Legion, a new expansion oh, yeah. pack. Yeah, you amped. Ill- Illidan. How's that looking? I don't know. You don't know? It's got demon hunters now. Do uh, they start off at level 55 at least? Or? I have no idea. Okay. Well, it's a good thing you looked into this. There's new weapon... Oh yeah, artifact legendary systems weapons or artifacts. Which look kind of cool. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like they're running out of ideas. Uh, that's yeah. Well, that's fair. It is. How long has it been going on for? Two thousand and seven. No. Oh, oh, I yeah. think it's at least ten years. Yeah, at least ten years. That's a hell of a knock. Yeah. 
I wouldn't feel bad about that. They're down to 6.5 million players. Shit, that's still a lot. That's still, still fuckloads, Is it free to play? $180 million a it's month. It's not free to play, but you can play for free if you um, do something with their- You can like buy playtime hours with their gold in game. Yep. Now. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. But it's not still free to 6. play. 6.5 million is still huge. Oh, yeah. Huge. Yeah, like Fuck. people keep making a big deal of it. Like, oh, they're dropping plays. And it's like, well, it's still the biggest MMO. Yeah. Um, yeah, look it's at still the biggest. The MMO. Old Republic. Woo. Yeah. They don't need to make it free to play until it drops a lot. I don't think they'll. No. Not, not until it keeps making this money. Yep. Um, that was all I had. Okay. Emails. Yes. Do you have them? No. <sighs> All right, I can try and bring them up. Um, Did you just? I just yeah. All right. Shit, yeah, it's already up here. Sweet. Uh, we like got an some. Host. What's that? What? The GA podcast at gmail.com. Um, we had a competition last week. We'll probably leave that going for another week. For one more week, yes. Because it's only been three days or something. Yep. So do you have the details on the competition? Should we I, read that out? I do have the details on the, the competition. Thank you, Job. <laughs> Which is, um, we've got, uh, thanks to Razor, two Tataris units. Yep. Tataris. Not sure how you pronounce it. Um, we spoke about it last week. They're two, two um, pieces of equipment you can use for like MMOs or MOBAs. Yeah. Pads that go like, on the side of your like keyboard. Like side key pads. Ah, Logitech yeah, used to do that. Huh? Sorry, Razor. Oh, shit. You're not playing that game, are you? No, no. Did like- you see that picture? What? There was a picture up today of how Razor copies everyone at everything. And no, uh, the I- CEO, uh, what's his name? Min Tan. He kicked their ass. Uh, he's, he's like, uh, yeah, actually, we did this first and we did this first. <laughs> oh, well, I'll be happy to be wrong on this one. But yeah. last time I checked, which was seven years ago when I reviewed this Logitech product, they had like a little mini keyboard with a joystick for your thumb oh yeah, yeah it no, was great yeah same thing it's it was great simple. yeah well so it's like this I mean it's an unnecessary kit but it's great yeah yeah if you yeah. if you're into those types of games like I don't know if you'd use it for a shooter it seemed a bit silly it depends on the shooter like going back to old school stuff tribes 2 quake 3 quake you know three. dedicating yep. different buttons to different weapons so that your thumb is free to to just do WSAD. Oh, I guess you could use this on like um, this could be like your flat pad if you don't have a joystick. If yeah. Like battlefield, yeah, that's true. You could set it it up requires and- a little bit of a rewiring, but I thought it was great. Um, yeah, the one that I used. Well, you could use a little knob as like the joystick, right? And then have yeah. your buttons yeah. up there. So uh, yeah. all your movement forward, back, left, right for mm-hmm. a first-person shooter. So you've got four fingers free to control quick keys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, mental rewiring. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit rough. Anyway, it's got uh, 25 fully programmable keys, eight-way thumb pad. So that's pretty cool. Cool. Um, hooks up with the Razer um, software, so you can go in there and customize everything, take it with you on the fly. It nice. saves the cloud, all that cool stuff. Um, so we've got two of them to give away, uh, Australian and New Zealand listeners only. Yep. Because um, we've got to obviously send it out. And wah, the wah, um, wah, wah. you have to send us an email to the GA podcast at gmail.com. And it's in uh, the question is uh, in regards to our topic last week we we're talking about in the podcast, yep. which was Tom Cruise and his weird contract stipulations of like him having to um, not get killed, was it, or something like that? Never be beaten in a Never fist fight. Never be beaten in a fist fight. So if you were Tom Cruise. <laughs> 
what would your contract stipulations be? Yes. That's an amazing question. Yeah. So you have to email us in, what would your contract stipulations be if you were Tom Cruise? Yep. Uh, we went on for about 15 minutes talking about water last week <laughs> and stupid <laughs> shit. Water. Yeah. Uh, it's really like, it ever, like, there had to be a scene in the movie where Tom Cruise <laughs> would take a drink of water and be like, ah, that's good water. Is this real? <laughs> No, this is oh, you made it up. Oh, so, thank God. No, no, the fist fight thing is apparently real. <laughs> right. But. I was wondering if there was like, this had leaked and there was like 30, 30 things. I've heard that his servants aren't allowed to make eye contact with him. Uh, I, I thought that was sliced alone. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, people are mixing up stories. Is he into Scientology now? Uh, I don't think so. Sylvester Scientology Stallone. It works. Ah, Alliteration. We went down the road of where Edge of Tomorrow 2 was like, it leaked into the water world and he yeah. ran into Kevin Costner. At some Whoa. stage, <laughs> bring back Waterworld. The fans are clamoring. <laughs> I'd sign that petition. 110 million people listened <laughs> to us pitch that idea. Just a just a uh, quarter of the amount tuning into the. It's true. All right, not that many, unfortunately. Not as many as League of Legends. Drop in the ocean, you might say. Uh... Anyway, um, so we had some people email in some answers to that, and we'll we'll pick the best. Yep. The best two. Yep. Announce them. Um, but you have to email us. Yes. Do that. Otherwise, you can uh, have your email read out, which we'll do now. Okay. Just like a standard email, not not a question email. Good. Not a prize email. Not a prize email. Am I reading? You can read it. Okay. Okay, here we go. Rudy writes in. First of all, stop spending cartel coins on shit you can buy with credits. This is me. Yes, it is. This is like... Oh, attention, Luke. Sorry, I didn't see the fucking... I'm like, why is there You're no subject so well, line? Dude. So well. Shut up, dickhead. You're much better off buying fancy cosmetic stuff with the coins and then selling them on to other players for a large sum. The oh. coins to credit conversion rate is pathetic for inventory banking unlocks because at level 51 plus, the game starts throwing money at you. If you get hooked again, you can take that old 50 and farm enough credits for a full inventory unlock on a new character in about two hours as you progress towards 55 to 60 and their gold mine dailies. What game is this? The Old Republic. The old, your favorite oh. game. Uh, <laughs> Ah. We knew you were coming, yep. so we yep. prepared like two weeks in advance. Thank you, I'm, I'm, I'm psyched. <laughs> Second of all, you can get into space PvP from level one by clicking the ship button next to your minimap. Since it's independent of the ground game, you don't need to wait for level 10. Uh, re- he links you to a forum that you can read if oh, okay. you want to get good. I get good. Because the in-game tutorial for GSF. Ground Star Wars Fighters. Okay. I don't think so. No, Game for Windows Live. Yes. Uh, is shit. <laughs> that works, yeah. <laughs> when you get to a PvP terminal, pick up the intro mission. It gives you enough fleet requisition to buy a complete ship. And if you want a dogfight, you'll get a flash fire for Republic or a sting for Imperial. P.S. If you fly a gunship, you're a scrub and st- should stop using crutches. Regards, Arpy. Thanks, Arpy. He yeah. says to the new player... Who yeah, <laughs> probably wants to go for something that's easy. Right. It's a fair call. It's a fair call. Uh, that's helpful. Are there any other emails? that We did get a bunch in, but I think they're all... Ah, uh, they're, they're com- competition ones. Yes. And we won't read them out yet. No. Okay, we'll hold on to those. Anyway. Fuck, your laptop is heavy. <laughs> is it Jeez. made out of buckles? I nearly broke my wrist. Yeah, I know. Lead. Cobalt. Fuck. Cobalt. Yeah. He rolled... 
cobalt. Oh, man. Anyway, um, so that's about it for this week. It is. Well, uh, it hasn't been 14 hours yet. I know. Oh, it right. has been like three, though. Oh, yeah. It's gone pretty long. Um, that's what she said. Uh, so, uh, I was thinking... Um, I was thinking that if you uh, haven't 100%ed game, Ground Zeroes on the console you're planning on playing the Phantom Pain on yet, you should do that. Thanks. Just just a heads up. Yeah, I'll get right into it. Yeah. How long will that take? 20 minutes to 100% it? Uh, Is there a way for you, you to give us your save game? <laughs> That's my problem with those games. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Can't you just give us your save game? Fuck off. Why? Uh, because fuck off. That's a good question. Hell no. Why don't you share yourself? it with the listeners? I'm going to find one on the internet. It's not how I roll. Nice. Mm. That's a good thing about PC, right? So easy to do. Just hack the save. Yeah, not locked to a user account. Boom. Terrible. Anyway, um, let's wrap things up. Let's We're on it. iTunes, Android, Windows Store. You'll find us on there. Yep. Um, I was looking at iTunes yesterday. We're in the top 50 podcasts. So just, it's not hard to find. We're under the Minecraft podcasts. Ah, oh, yeah. Because that's what everyone listens to these days. 49 Minecraft podcasts. And then us. And then us. Yeah. No, no, we're in, we're in the 40s or 30s, I think, when I looked. 39 I Minecraft podcasts. Get us up know. to single digits. Yeah. No, when you go to the front page of the podcast, we're on the, like, the what's hot. Oh. But if, when I looked, we were. Um, okay. But then you go to, like, top podcasts and... This was yesterday, so this is a couple of days after the podcast right. went off. So we'll probably hire out when the podcast comes out. True. But um, yeah, anyway, um, write write a review for us. That's always helpful. Um, you can email us at gapodcastgmail.com. Send those contest answers in. Uh, we'll pick someone out. We're on facebook.com slash the GA podcast, twitter.com slash the GA podcast, or the GA podcast.com. Job's been putting some articles up there. I've got about esports. Up. Yep. Um, and drug use taking drugs yep he did a, a a live test and got hyped up on Adderall was it yep I got mad stacks hype on Adderall mm. but uh yeah no I've got some other stuff going up tomorrow uh a new Daisy video because I found some old footage that I never used Ooh. uh and people love that shit uh, I've got a write-up on the League of Legends thing up on Red Bull, so you should be able to find that on our website direct from there. And a Dark Souls 3 preview where I get pretty angry about people giving Dark Souls 2 shit because nothing, nothing makes me angrier. Dark Souls 2 was great. I never played it. What? This is why he gets angry. Why haven't you, have you not played any Dark Souls games? I tried to play the first one. I hated it. Why? Because the thing that everyone loves about it is what I didn't like about it. You should play the second one. The fact that it, like, you don't, like, it doesn't give you any indication of what's happening and then you die and then that's supposed to be part of the fun. I disagree for me. You should play the second one. It's like I found this awesome little place and I was like, oh, sweet. And then there were some ghosts there and then I got killed by the ghosts. And then oh, it I said, where you were after my death, it said, um, oh, by the way, you can't even attack these guys yet. And I was like, oh, fuck you. That but was you the point. Something, didn't you? Well, my souls were over there and I was like, fuck this. This shit. Well, you know, no, I, I like, I get why people like that stuff. It's just, I'm not that kind of gamer. Yeah. Well, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I never played Dark Souls 2 though, bro. Yeah. Well, you should. 
No. Yeah. Disagree. Well, I disagree with you. I tried Bloodborne. Yeah. And I got stuck. Where did you like in a wall or you know how that first thing kills you and then you go to the weird place oh I couldn't get out of there <laughs> the doors the doors didn't open you that's that door's not supposed to open no. the other one does you turn around yeah so there you go there's a stairwell that goes down no I went down that that's the way you go you go to a gravestone yeah I did that like it was I'm assuming it was glitched out like I went around it for like 20 minutes interacting with everything and it was just like nah you break the game. Yep. So, well done to me. <laughs> well done to you. All right. Anything happening in your... I just went over Anything else? Yeah. No. no. Anything no. for you, Nathan, happening? Writers-wise? Writing-wise? Uh, should be a shitload of Gamescom content up on Oz Gamers, Red Bull. There's some older QuakeCon stuff coming up on IGN. And, um, I don't know, PC Power Play Online. I don't know. Just look everywhere. You'll find me. Just Google me. Rad. I don't have anything going up. So okay. Yes. I'm working on hardware reviews, but it's, it's still going. It's still going. Right. Exactly. Um, otherwise, twitter.com slash Luke Laurie for me. Joe Bizat. Joby Jojo. Nathan's at sometimes. Nacho's Justice. Yeah, you're not on that. I don't tweet. Tweet, tweet is scares me. I respond to tweets, though. If you read something of mine, you disagree, hit me up with a tweet. And my Twitter account is so not used that i actually still get emails when i get direct tweets so i'll jump in and reply Sweet. all right i'm gonna tweet him like a hundred billion times tomorrow <laughs> no just anything you write just cc him in that's yes yes <laughs> no i don't want to find a setting where no. i can disable it. i think it's fantastic <laughs> oh stop it just 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 you know let it happen Ooh. all right <laughs> Well, we're going to call it there. Uh, yeah. Hopefully next week, Joe can talk about the game that he can... He can't. No, all right. Well, <laughs> well uh, why are you here? I talked about Dark Souls 3. Didn't I know. We got Legends. A, what did you play? Uh, Fucking Dirty Bomb. Time Clickers. Time Clickers. And some hacking game. Yeah, ha- and Hacknet. Hacknet. Actually, Hacknet. You know, that was worth finding out about. Looks, looks kind of cool. Because I was going to jump into it. What about Fort Meow? What? <laughs> Fort Meow? what are you talking about um next week we'll uh i don't know what we'll talk about next week but we're doing a dota podcast at some stage next week yes uh we've got some people wrangled in for that one yes and um that should be good fun yeah uh, yeah. job's excited i'm excited um and i'm i'm just tweeting Right. Yeah, no, I know. I, I felt it (laughs) i think i got the email as well that you got a message my phone one as well. Oh. I'm joking. I didn't. <laughs> Should we kill it? Should we? We we can kill it, or we can just keep going. Are we at 14 hours yet? No, we're not. Um, people, if you want to listen after this, we talked about some movies. Yep. Job's microphone wasn't working, which is always helpful. Um, he wasn't saying anything too interesting. Nothing important. I, I uh, Job spoils pretty much all of Fantastic Four. So fair warning. Yeah, it's terrible. It's eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes at the moment. Yep. So. If you don't want to know what happens in a terrible movie, uh, don't listen to that bit. bit. But uh, we've been putting these in at the end of the episodes the last couple of weeks. Yep. Because we like to talk trash for a little bit. It's true. Other than talking mostly about video games. We warm up our vocal cords. We should be doing uh, reviews like that. Remember that Pixels review? Did you watch that with the angry man? 
who was just yelling abuse, oh, yes. and it was amazing with his <laughs> analogies. Yeah, you should oh, do stuff like that. I like the Onion reviews, the Onion movie reviews. Have you ever watched them? <laughs> no. They're fucking amazing. Okay. Those, are, those are great, yeah. Like, it's this old old dude, and he does, like, uh, I think he does a review of, like, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey or something. Nice. But he does it from, like, the perspective of, like, a diehard fan of the book. <laughs> 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 and it's amazing. Yeah. He just does the best. Mm. All of the Honest Trailers. Do you watch those? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. With like the Duke Nukem kind of voice. Yep. Over. Yeah. yeah. The Fifty Shades one for that was pretty great. I remember that one. You should definitely watch it if you haven't. Sweet. Anyway. All right. Let's wrap this. Let's get out of here. Thanks for joining us. We're Thanks. back. Bye. Dead Ireland next week. Dead Ireland. <laughs> Dead Ireland. Uh, bye. Thanks for having me. No. <laughs> no. Thanks for having me. see a movie on the weekend Luke? I did have you seen any movies Nathan yeah on the plane this is our preamble preamble yes yes I watched uh, The Voices yes which is crazy if you like crazy films yes definitely check that out I watched was it on the plane yeah it was actually a plane viewing option about a crazy guy who that's a it's a violent film as well which is kind of was it heavily edited yeah I don't know. Like, I always get upset at playing films, and I've actually wanted to, like, you know, far be it for me to have a million side projects in mind, but wanted to create a movie website dedicated to reviewing movie, ed- uh, sorry, plain edited movies. Right. Because you want to know what you're getting in for. Totally. Like, I remember watching Iron Man 3 on the plane. Yeah. Have you watched that on a plane? No. Don't ever watch it on a plane. Okay. They cut out the entire, you know, Barrel of Monkeys no. section. You don't know that section? Yeah. Where they blow up the plane and then all the people he's fall like, out and then he... like getting everybody. Oh, right. He makes them link their arms like a barrel of monkeys. That's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah. Did say barrel of monkeys? Yeah. And so it just... I guess because you're in a plane and they don't want you to think about that, they kind of have the plane, they have an explosion, but they don't show it exploding. They just have it, the sound of it. And then it cuts to Iron Man flying over the water triumphantly oh like he's achieved something and all he really did was leave the plane sweet so So, edits suck did i i've told you guys about the time i saw um the gray on the on a plane right no no please the gray you know you've seen it yeah yeah i love the gray yeah so the i i guess the the uh the main premise of the story is like um Liam Neeson ends up punching wolves. That's like the main thing. That is, yes. Because he gets trapped. The driving plot. In the snow. But anyway, leading up to this point, there's a part where um, like it's him and he's getting on the plane. And then all of a sudden it goes from him being on a plane to him being in bed with his wife and then being in the snow. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this film? Like, it doesn't make any (laughs) fucking sense. Like, how did he get to the snow? Did they not show... They didn't show the plane crash. They didn't show, like, the turbulence or anything? No, it was literally him... Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they put the stairs up to the plane. It was him walking up the plane, and then it cuts to him in bed with his wife. And I'm like, what? The- and then all of a sudden, he's in the snow, and what the shit is going on here? I like how 
people can't think about a plane crashing when they're on a plane, but yeah, I'm not feeding you. That's fine. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Don't worry. Yeah, stab. Just, like you can use yeah, little bottles and stab wolves specifically. I wish they had um, air crash investigations on the plane. I'd watch it just to troll people because you know how everyone watches your screen. Yeah, I end up doing it. It's really it's the weirdest plane habit. I spend an hour watching someone else's movie with no sound, even though I could watch it. Yeah, someone's like, "Oh, that looks all right." But yeah. you start leaning oh, into them watching? so you can hear it a bit. Later. Except yeah. uh, I think Qantas has added um, HBO now. Oh. So I'm wondering... Oh, it just... Like, Game of Thrones turns into a 20-minute series. Yeah. That, or they have it, and then you end up, like, kind of hugging that, the screen. Oh, the because oh, I was watching Ex Machina. Have you seen that? I haven't seen oh, it yet. You haven't seen it? No. That's amazing, that film. I didn't love it like everyone else, but... No, no, but he's... Without like, giving he's too much really away, good. there's a bit of nudity, and then there's full nudity at the end. And it's just lingering on it. And in the context of the film, it makes sense. It's not like this gratuitous, like, eh, let's get some whatever. And you're watching it, and I'm just like, people are talking behind me. I'm in the back row, and I'm just doing the awkward shoulder over content lean. Yep. And then it makes me look worse, though, because I feel like people are like, what's wrong with his body language? You start grunting. Like, so, uh, that led to me offering... Your hand uh, to the, uh, the <laughs> tray table. Okay, so the challenge for you gentlemen and and the listeners is the plain porn challenge, which is to put some sort of pornography on whatever tablet or whatever and just leave it in full sight, don't touch it, and start a timer. See how long you can make it in before someone comes up and says something. I'm not saying use it. They can't kick you off the plane, can they? They can't. I'm just viewing. I'm just watching. Yeah. Yeah. Touching myself. Oh yeah, yeah. First person view of a serial killer who uh, strips the bodies of his victims and then uh, dresses them up like the mannequins. And uh, that was an awkward viewing experience. Let me tell you, because there's nudity, there's killing dead, uh, killing these naked ladies. And what are you doing? <laughs> Your microphone's not working. Oh, Jesus. Is it on? Yeah, it's on. What the fuck? It's registering on this thing. Why? Uh, this must be the fucked up one. Hello? No, it's working. It wasn't. That's weird. I think that's the fucked up one, maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll switch it out. Yeah. Anyway, keep talking. This is all gold. This is all gonna and it's being ruined. Yeah. So there's going to be this, this Job we, section where it's just... <gasps> we can dub Job's part in there. Yeah, you can <laughs> just re-edit. Do it. Yeah, you guys are douchebags. I bet you're about to talk about this. I watched The Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to see films. I'm going to see The Man from Uncle. That tomorrow that is an, like a remake of a TV series or something. Yeah, yeah, from like the '60s. Yeah, but it's got Guy Ritchie. Hello. Ah. I mean, in it, he's directing it, and I love Guy Ritchie. Ooh, I love Guy Ritchie's shit. Is Michael Fassbender in that as well? No, uh, I just it's, I feel like he's in every film these days. It's so. Superman, Henry Cavill, uh, Henry Cavill, and wait, I shouldn't Arnie Arnie uh, Hammer. Yeah, Army 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 Arnie Arnie. Amazing porn now? name that is I actually a real name. Hang on, yeah. how are we going? Yeah, yeah, I am. All right. Anyway, don't use shit microphones. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> none, none of what you were just saying will be any good because I was plugging a microphone in. Whatever. It'll just be like... <laughs> I don't know. Is this the show? Like, when you say preamble, is it just a sound test? I usually... I may, on the odd occasion, I'll just dump it at the end. Yeah. Oh, okay. If it's any good. And it will be because I want to talk about Fantastic Four. 
<laughs> I haven't seen it. Neither have I. Fuck's um, sake. Like, I was going to say spoilers, but I don't give a fuck. It's Ruin spectacular. It. Spectacular train wreck. And it's not like... It's not terrible the entire way through. Um, I heard the start's all right. I heard two-thirds is all right, and then it goes to Garbage Town. Is that, that accurate? That is pretty much it. But, yeah. like, for two-thirds of a movie to be good, yeah. right, and for it to be on, like, 20% or something, it no, means... No, it's on 8%. On Rotten Tomatoes. Drop, I think it? Metacritic's like 24 last time I checked. Right. Let me check. That last third has to be like such a catastrophe. Okay. So, if if it if it stay consistent with the first two thirds of the movie, I would still rate it pretty low. What? So what, are you, what are you rating? Stars? Numbers? Uh, yeah. Stars. Let's go with stars. Five stars. Yep. First two thirds, I would probably go with the three. Okay, that's right. all right. That's all right. Yeah. That's better than what that shit property deserves. Yes, uh, <laughs> like it was, it was dumb as fuck. Like lots of very smart people making super, super uh, dumb decisions. Can't stomach that in uh, sci-fi. It drives me fucking bananas. But at least like they did a halfway decent job of like connecting you to the characters of uh, Stretch Armstrong and, and Ben Grimm. And then, like, they're like, oh, Sue Storm and Johnny, fucking whatever. They, you know, Johnny Storm, they introduced Johnny Storm as a fucking, like, street racer and his car breaks down. That's their fucking, that's their fucking big introduction. That's his backstory. And then they're like, the the best part about that is that they get him to work on the project with... So, it's at the end, it's uh, like... Well, not at the end. Like, making this teleportation project is Doctor Doom, Stretch Armstrong, uh, Sue Storm, uh, and and then Johnny Storm comes in. And the reason he's allowed to work on this, like, fucking project with an apparent fucking super genius in Doctor Doom, another super genius in Stretch, and... The project director's daughter uh, <laughs> isn't because he is the project director's son, which I mean it is sort of. But no, the fucking reasoning given is that oh, don't worry about him; he can fix anything. He can make anything. We just saw his car break down, like right. That is why we fucking meet him. It's because his car just... The car he built broke down, and you're going to get him to fucking do what? Like, make your billion-dollar teleportation device? Fuck! And that's, like, that is the pattern throughout the entire fucking movie is... And then, you know, stretches fucking... Stretch's teleportation device doesn't work. You never see it work until the first time they actually decide to fucking test it out on live people. They never show it. Oh, yes, we've made progress. They do a montage. It's a, there's a fucking science montage, by the way. <laughs> Fantastic. What's the backing song? Uh, it's a montage. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, so that's, like, that's all in the first two-thirds. You're like, this is fucking stupid, like... And no action, right? Is that fair to say? The first two-thirds is yeah, very... no action. No... Oh. And, uh... That's why, you go, that's why you go see a superhero movie. Definitely. Movies. Yeah, but to or be fair, like... a compelling like, drama. Uh, like, fixing a car and fixing a teleportation device is quite different. That's unless true. Unless your car is a DeLorean. Ah, yeah. Which case could be, could be similar. True. Very true. And I don't think they teleport, though. It's just well, they, it's a form of teleportation, I guess. You're teleporting into the past or future. Oh, that's some, 
that's some fucking next level shit. Mm. Um, <laughs> Nathan's like, what? <laughs> I'm jealous. The fourth dimension, Nathan. Black holes. No, they're not black holes. What are you talking about? Isn't that... No, wormholes. Wormholes. Yeah. Except in- Interstellar's ruined me for black holes now. That's true. Because they're like essentially wormholes, right? In Interstellar. Yeah. 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 And in real life theoretically really yeah except they'll only work if they throw the cast members of fantastic four into them <laughs> after a science montage that's, yeah. so that's- well i mean the fucking film ends with dr doom oh, right hold on, are we just gonna no, we are just gonna fucking spoil it because nobody's gonna probably. go see it and don't go see it but it's on eight percent yeah i it- checked it ends, right? Doctor, so they go to, they teleport to this other world. Uh, we learn literally nothing about it. Um, What's it called? Do they name it? No. Unobtainium? <laughs> Classic. It might as well. Uh, it's apparently alive. Uh, and, uh, the planet? Like, the, yeah, the planet. Like Event Horizon, but a planet. Uh no, Van Horizon is quality, okay? No, no, I'm not teasing the... I'm, I'm just fucking what's slow you roll, points okay? of reference. No, no point of reference. They get on there and they're like, oh, I think it's alive, whatever. And uh, and then as they're leaving, so it's, right? It's they, no moon. They lose... Uh, Doctor Doom falls. Like, he, he can't get back to the teleportation device. No. And they've, like, done something to aggravate the world or whatever the fuck. And uh, so Spanning they teleport up. back to, the, to their world... And uh, a bunch of rocks sort of smash into Ben Grimm, and that's how he turns into the thing. Wait, so he comes back as a normal person, but he's got rocks in him. As he's teleporting. Oh, like the fly. The, the rocks smash Oh, wait, no him. point of reference. This sorry. is at the end of the movie. No, this is like, this is at the two-thirds oh, part okay. where it, it goes completely goofy. Uh, a, an explosion lights Johnny uh, Storm. Storm, Storm on fire. And uh, and he teleports back, and that's how he becomes Fireman. But she gets hit by invisibility, and we can't see it, so she becomes invisible. Well, Sue Storm, gust of wind comes, who doesn't actually go to to the planet. She's on the other side, but she does get hit by an invisible shockwave. Ah, okay, that makes sense. But she's standing at the portal. Uh, She was the one bringing them back. She had to activate it or something because she. Oh, that's plot device. Sue Storm's role on the project was to create their spacesuits. Because they decided to get her to do the fashion, to do fashion design. That was pretty good. But um, (laughs) no, they didn't. So she she not only created the spacesuits, but she was also able to activate the teleportation device and bring them back. Because obviously everyone can do that. Knows how to press a button. Well, yeah, it wasn't just a button. There was a lot of typing, frantic typing, as she tried to bring them back. But she was enhancing. She managed it anyway. And then, um, and then. Stretch Armstrong's abilities can rip his arms off. Rubber band. Literally nothing. Oh. It's just (laughs) him and his arms are getting ripped off. Could you say it was just a bit of a stretch? (laughs) That's where it came from. Uh, They were just like, we're not even going to try anymore. (laughs) That is pretty much it. Like, that must have gone down. They must have gone, oh my God, rocks hit Ben Grimm and he becomes the thing. Have you seen The Fly? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that idea, right? Yeah. Like he's teleporting and yeah. he's not teleporting just as him, but he's got foreign matter. So, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Fire. He's on fire. That's how we do it. That's why. Oh, it's not like some fucking x rays or some shit in space. Like they teleport with this shit. What about Stretch Armstrong? Uh, I don't know. It should have been a rubber band. 
Yeah, that would have been. Why, why did this? Why did they not become their fashionable flight suits as they went through? Based on that logic. Oh, I don't know. What about is Doctor Doom? Is that his hacker name? Is that how he gets the name Doctor Doom? <laughs> or does no one actually? Because that was like some of the rumors before the movie was released. Was like he's a he's a savvy hacker, like working for Anonymous or some shit. Yeah, I know. And I was like, Ooh, but it no, sounds like they made Victor it worse. Von Doom. His name's Victor when, Von Doom. Like, he leaves the project and they have to go convince him to come back on the project. And when they get there, he control. he's playing Assassin's Creed and he controls <laughs> it with an eye device and he controls his entire computer with an eye device. And that's how you know he is smart. So, but just for clarification... He's saying eye as in the things in your eyes, not like an Apple yes. eye device. Very good. Or is it an eye no. eye device? No. Eye eye. Eyeball. Eye eye. And then, so anyway. Uh, well, wait, why is he playing Assassin's Creed? Is that that's the best? Oh, which one is he play? playing? Is it Unity? Apparently, apparently it's the next one. Oh. Uh, product. Placement. Syndicate. That's it. Oh. Apparently. Um, I, thought, I thought it looked like Unity. And I'm like, yep. You know they did that in Mission Impossible? What? The new one. What? They have uh, oh, Reggie playing, playing Halo. Halo 5. Oh, yeah, I did see that, yeah. Yeah, which is super weird. It is. He's got the weird. case conveniently there and yeah. <laughs> just somehow flicks between PC mode. And I guess he just hit an HDMI button, ultimately. So you missed last week. We talked about it. We yeah. Talked about well, it. all right. Let's not revisit so that. Fucking let me finish about Fantastic Four. It's not done. Um, so, anyway, so, yeah, he becomes Stretch Armstrong for literally no reason at all. And then uh, he stretches his way out of their, like, the government comes and t- takes them away. And he stretches his way into uh, freedom and promises to come back. And, uh, and obviously, a year passes. And Ben Grimm is now, like, this super soldier who does whatever the government wants. And Does he have a dick? Uh, you can't see his dick. Does he wear pants? Rock dick. Uh, yeah, he does wear pants. All right, that's fine. I don't know if he has a rock dick. Um, and then, yeah, Sue Storm doesn't want to help out. And then, yeah, Johnny Storm is like, oh, you know, I'm going to help the fucking government, blah, blah, blah. You know, what have they ever done for me? And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? And then Victor Von Doom returns and it turns out he can kill people with his brain. How did he get back? They activate planet. the uh, they activate the teleportation device again. Oh, they bring him, and it turns out he was alive the entire time. Mm. And of course uh, he was because there was air, there was oxygen. Yeah, on that planet for a year and a half. Oh no, he fused with his his spacesuit, but he didn't go through the teleportation thing. Mm-hmm. So it was like a reverse fly thing. So anyway, he can tell he can use telekinesis to explode people's brains and shit. And he just walks through the underground facility where all the Fantastic Four people are being trapped. Just doing that to people. Just Is that like Kingsman? Murdering. Uh, <laughs> yes, pretty much. Is that how it looks? Does they visualize it like Kingsman? No, no. They how amazing was that? Like, just not trying exploding. to ruin it. Not trying to ruin it. They sort of go stiff as a board and then there's a splatter of blood behind them and they fall down. Oh. And that's about it. And then, so he does that. Um, and he can do that at will. And he can kill literally anyone with a thought. Does he do a hand gesture at least? Nope. Sometimes. So it's like he's the equivalent of Dr. Professor X. Sort of, yeah. You know, hand to the head. <laughs> And uh, and so people are just dying, and then he decides that he is going to destroy the entire world with his mind. Uh, no, he activates the teleportation device and overloads it, and it creates a black hole. Why does he want to destroy the world? That's not really explained. 
He seems pretty pissed off. Because they left him in... So wait, how long is this movie? So this is like the last half hour or 20 yeah, minutes. They're, they're cramming yeah. all of this and they're cramming a flash forward, uh, like a one year... Oh, the flash forward, no, no. This The flash forward is like maybe the 30 minute mark. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway... um. Yeah, he 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 can kill people with his brain, and uh, and he's just sort of straight up destroying the entire world with the black hole that he creates, and then um and it's like vaporizing the world through a teleportation device or some shit. Anyway, so the Fantastic Four go through the, the black hole to the other world to go stop Victor Von Doom, and they find out that individually they're not capable of beating him. Oh, but as a team, but if they team up. Mm. Can he not make their brains explode with his brain? He chooses not to for some reason, which is odd. Because he's like Superman. He doesn't kill people. Uh, no, he, he... He's just been slaughtering people. <laughs> he, All right, well, he kills indiscriminately. Some people he kills. Um, but yeah, he doesn't kill these guys for reasons like Magneto. Magneto doesn't kill his own. Oh, uh, yeah. Or does maybe. he? I don't know. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he does. Yeah. But he doesn't like mutants killing mutants. He just wants to kill humans. Well, he, he, yeah. He's best buddies with... Professor, he doesn't was to. strained friendship. Well, if they had a now. Facebook thing, it'd be it's complicated. True, yeah, it is. Um, but anyway, so uh, he doesn't kill them with his brain, and uh, and then they vaporize him, and that's the end of the movie. Wait, how? Like they punch him into the black hole, and then they stop. So the, the rock hole. man. No, how they do they happen. unite? Like invisible. They have to use their powers so, together. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like a transformer, like they unite their powers into a super transformer, or she goes invisible and steals his keys, and while he's looking for his keys, stretch guy like punches him in the dick, um, and then the guy flames guy on, on to blind him, and then the rock man punches him. So or flaming rock, if I recall correctly, molten. Yeah. Um, the flame guy flies around as a, and and distracts him. <laughs> I was close, and then really stretch quickly. guy stretches out and grabs the rock he's standing on and punches him sort of in the dick. <laughs> and then... I haven't seen this. And then... Sort of in the dick. Are you the drunk guy that were, they were talking about on the internet that, that made this film? And then Sue Storm... Sweet royalty. ...makes the thing invisible and... Oh, she can do that? Yeah. Is that from the comics, by the way? I don't fucking know. Nobody uh, yeah, reads. That was a test yeah, and you is. both passed. Yeah. And, oh, uh, <laughs> you, you didn't. And so he's invisible and jumps over and uh, becomes visible just at the last second to punch him into the so for for the audience because yeah. really he didn't need to he doesn't need to he could have just invisible punched yeah. and does he say it's clobbering time uh apparently that's something his big brother used to say to him before he would beat him uh. so no he doesn't say that um <laughs> <What>? and um <laughs> and so then they go back to earth and uh and the government's all like oh you know, we'd like you to keep working for us. And they're like, here's a, a different thought. Uh, we aren't going to do that. We want full oversight. We'll do what we want, but we will help you out with shit. And then uh, the government's like, oh, yeah, fair enough. Let us give you as big a fuck like this massive fucking laboratory. And then so they go to the laboratory and they're like, oh, yeah, we're the new bosses around here. Yeah. Is this the stinger? Swagger. Like. No, this is the He's fucking end going. of the movie. Okay. And the movie's uh, still going. <laughs> fucking hell. It's like Lord of the Rings. And <laughs> 20 endings. They're trying to work out what they're going to call themselves. And yeah, so Johnny Storm's like something hilarious. And Sue Storm is something, you know, tired and unfunny. And uh, and then Ben Grimm's like, oh, 
guys, I don't care what we call ourselves. This is fantastic. And then Stretch actually makes him say it again. Like he's like, say that again. And he's like, this is fantastic. Guys, I know what we're going to call ourselves. And then it slams up Fantastic Four. No. No. The best part, though, is that they spelt it F A N T 4. Yeah. Like. Fantastic. Yeah. That's not what I fucking said. I said fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like fucking garbage. It is hot garbage. Oh, so. No. So Marvel gets this back now, right? That's how it works? No. Marvel's shit canned the series. Haven't they retired? Yeah, they they got they actually killed the comic book yeah. because they did they kill the characters or they just say we're they, done? They, no, they didn't kill the like characters. halfway through an arc <laughs> because I think I, would. I think they wanted it back. The same thing they did with Sony, but Fox were like, well, they didn't want it back, but they wanted to like co-produce it or something. Yeah, so I was just like, no, nah, fuck it, we're just gonna kill the series then. Mm. Have fun. I think this is like it's done now. It made like twenty five million over the weekend. Yeah, it's. I hope that they. I mean, I've never had an interest in uh, Fantastic Four, but then I never had any interest in Iron Man. But did you watch the, com- uh, the the TV series at all when you were a kid? No. Okay. Was it cartoon or live yeah, action? cartoon. Was it any good? I think so. Aren't they like super iconic? Isn't it like yeah. Superman, Batman, sorry, wrong way around, jet lag. Um, and then like, ooh, struggling, help me. Spider-Man. Hmm. And then, like, the Fantastic so, Four, just no, no. after that? Fantastic Four came before Spider-Man. No, but Spider-Man I mean, like, in terms of, like... Popularity. Yeah, if, if, oh, okay. if you said it to someone, like, even older people, they'd be like, yeah, we know the Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah, yeah. Because they grew up with it. Yeah, that's it what I like mean. The, the cartoons and all that. So, it's kind of iconic. Like, and I always thought that Superman was shit until mm-hmm. Man of Steel, and I started paying attention to him. Uh, or, like, Red Sun, the yeah. comic, which was amazing. Yeah. I don't know. That's just, uh, that's garbage. Did you pay to see that, Joe? Oh, no. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, my, no. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I, I walked out, and I'm like, well... Was there a stinger? No. Oh, okay. Uh, well, there wasn't, like, the mid-credits stinger. Yeah. And I wasn't waiting around. So, none of the X-Men showed up at any time, or... No. All right. Wait, so that's Fox, right? Yeah. yeah. Deadpool? Is that Fox? Yeah, because yeah, there's the the, the, the yeah. fallout from Fallout, fallout. Yeah, the fallout from Fantastic Four mm. is that Fox has already apparently greenlit a sequel, a sequel to Deadpool, just based on the. Buzz. Oh no, they they've greenlit a sequel to Fantastic Four ages ago. No, yeah, no, they did, but they're yeah. now saying there's a because this is such garbage that they're like, hmm, if they do it again, they're gonna have to reboot it. They, they will seriously though. reboot it again, but they can't. Right? Why? They just. They just rebooted it. They just rebooted The Amazing Spider-Man a few no, years but back. that was ages ago. Was it? How long ago was that? Five years, maybe? Yeah. No, it was more than that. If that. Was it? Yeah. No. No. Four or five years ago, I reckon. Between all, like, I think it's longer than the Batman reboots. Pretty sure. No. Look it up while you're look it up. tinkering. Yeah, fucking Google it. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, when people just start taking a piss with reboots now, you sort of get over it. Yep. And like I can I can appreciate the Spider-Man reboot in the sense that they're bringing him into the MCU. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to allow this. I've seen some of the concept art of what they reckon his suit is and it looks really fitting for a teenager and they've actually hired a teenager. Oh, okay. This is I haven't seen this yet. What? The Spider-Man suit thing. Oh, well. Shut up and Google. It's it's online and like the popular opinion is that's that weird, Tony yeah. Stark's going to give him 
his yes. actual like suit. Right. Which I think is cool. Okay. Because it's supposed to be like, hey, I made this at home. And you never bought that, did you? Did anyone actually buy that this teenage well, yeah. nerd who was like super good with numbers was also really good with sewing? No, yeah, but in sewing. the original, like the Sam Raimi one, it looked like shit. It was like a t-shirt with- like when he fought- Ren- Oh, uh, the wrestling Ren- thing. Savage, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, but then he Much goes man. home and he's a, this amazing artist- and and he's drawing like not just artists, Spider-Man but then pitches. then builds it. Like, is that part of his Spidey powers? That it was in a deleted scene. Yeah, yeah. He's a well, he like, can weave silk. They gave him a they gave him a six pack as well. Yeah. No, I think it was in a, like a deleted scene where he was ordering the materials or some bullshit. Or no, was that's that in kick the ass. film? Oh, it was a kick ass. Yeah. Same film. Kick ass. Love that movie. Anyway, you finished googling it. Oh, uh, Amazing Spider Man one. When did it come out? The one or Sam Raimi? Sam Raimi came out in 2002. Look at this stalling motherfucker. Yeah, fuck it. No, no, amazing, the Amazing, amazing Spider Man, Mark Webb. Um, are you on IMDb? What are you using? 2012. Was Fucking three, three years. years. No, no. Is that two or one? That must be two, surely. Well, no, the original came out in 2012. Holy fuck. So there you go. And then they made uh, the sequel in It was last year, wasn't it? 2004, 14. Was, um, so there you go. So your pitch is that it it is older than the the Batman, Batman Begins, yeah, which is two thousand five off the top of my head. Two thousand seven, I'm saying. Google it. Google it. No, I'm saying since the end of the Google last it. One. Uh, Batman films. Batman Begins. Bro, do you even know IMDb? Batman Begins. Are you fucking new at this? No, the end of the last Filthy one. Casual? Just Google Batman Begins when it came out. Dark Knight was two thousand twelve. Batman. As well. Begins. Batman Begins. I think it was 2005. way too- Oh! This guy! Look at him go. That's, yeah, it's a long gap. Anyway, shall we start this podcast? <laughs> Whatever. We should. Let's show. Do it. show.